0: Uh, I should just, I should have just peed in the tent. They would have thought it was like very awful rain. <laughs> Why is the rain fucking hot? <laughs> Why is it so like asparagus in here? It's like, don't
1: worry about it. This rain is very, very or raunchy. Bear grills, better yet, just <laughs> drink
0: <just it. laughs> to your own mouth. <laughs> That's what- that's what I'm like always thinking. Oh god, the room is filling up with water, we're gonna drown. Just fucking drink the water, idiot. <laughs> 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 Shit. Save yourself, <laughs> idiot. What is
1: going on, my witches and wizards? This is the Wee Magic Academy. I'm your host for today, the very hairy wizard, Perry Potter. All right, let me introduce you to my two best friends. First up is the fiery redhead, Mon Weasley. Avocado. <laughs> he has a little bit of a problem in that head of his. I think it's too many siblings, but we'll move on. Uh, next is the smartest girl in the entire school, Lamani Granger.
0: Oi, Kroike mate, where's my kangaroo? I don't
1: wanna die. (laughs) (laughs) Hmm. She somehow turned Scottish. That's weird. Okay. Oh! Oh, you see that boy over there with the slick back hair that has his goons behind him? That's my arch-rival, Kaiko Malfoy.
2: Wait till my father hears about this.
1: Yeah, you know, he keeps saying that, but I don't (laughs) think he has his father in his life, so it's really weird. (laughs) <laughs> oh yeah. Oh. And this shy one over here is one of our newest friends, uh Avil Longbottom. Skittaddle, Skidoodle, your dick is now a noodle.
3: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: Fucking pause. <laughs>
1: oh no oh well, there goes this whole video already we're gonna get fucking copyright up to wazoo i'm
0: excited for the super bowl are you guys <laughs> you don't even give a fuck i yeah, care Browns about the food that i will cook for it and there I'll we watch go the ads. there it is
1: well uh welcome back guys to another episode of the we power hour this is episode uh 22 now we're almost getting there to almost a full season of the we power hour um so uh if you guys heard uh we actually have a guest today his name is avery he's a very good friend of ours Um, and if you guys ever want to check out his youtube channel uh just look up pup tarts p-u-p-t-a-r-t-s uh you can see him make a lot of meme videos he just started not too long ago uh but why don't you introduce yourself avery uh let the people know who you are
4: um don't go to my youtube channel (laughs) i am a petite (laughs) i'm a i'm not petite that's a fucking lie i don't know what to say about myself I fuck around watching Reddit clips and YouTube all day, thinking, Oh god, how's it come to this? And then I like playing RPG games. But uh but memes memes keep me alive. <laughs> yeah, everyone <it> pretty <laughs> much is like the meme
0: lord of the group. Um <laughs> you just we well, don't have like a single moment of peace. He's just constantly messaging like the most degenerate things. Yeah, like five yeah. in the morning. Yeah. Just but for him it's like
2: 7 a.m. 5
0: o'clock. Something like that. He
2: hasn't slept.
1: But yeah, so Life he will be joining us. Uh, he will be joining us for today. Uh, he did take part in the voting process for the Anime Power Ranking Board. So his votes are included uh, for this week. And uh, yeah, we're just going to get straight into it. Probably going to be a very beefy episode. Uh, there's a lot to go through. Uh, no news for today. Uh, not really a lot happened. Uh, but we will jump into the media roundup of the week. It is a segment where we talk about anything we watched or read outside of our top 10 anime ranking board. Uh, first up, we'll hit up with Jujutsu Kaisen, episode 15. Uh, so this is the episode where they finally started the tournament arc. And we finally got to see uh, some some of the matchups that are going to transpire uh, during this uh, first leg of... The battle. Uh, so I'll put it up to the floor for you guys. Uh, what do you guys think about the newest episode of Jujutsu
0: Kaisen? I mean, I knew Toto would fight Tidori and I, <laughs> I fucking love Toto. He's so just a shithead. Hot. <laughs> but that too. But um, I, I knew that they would just hit it off, the two of them. They were just like uh, so Perfect to be each other's best of friend. Aside from that, um, we finally got to know the other school members aside from Total, and I like them a lot too. What do you guys think of like um, everyone else in the group? We haven't seen them like fight entirely, um, but we got like a little hint of it. Like, I didn't think that blue-haired girl in the suit, who is also a student would be using a sword uh, i don't know why i didn't suspect that that seemed a little um surprising there has to be
1: hard. one weeb of the group
0: <laughs> so i don't know she seems pretty
1: weak i feel like she's the weakest out of the the five uh, I, yeah. I, I i don't know she seems like a throwaway character to me even though she it's kind of like the assistant to the principal and she seems to be yeah uh, uh, very like, in tune
4: with everything yeah, um i bet I bet she has one of those uh, super OP masters, and she's gonna do one of those. I must go all out just this once, <laughs> and fucking <laughs> and fucking wreck face to whoever she's battling. It's not like Rockley she, and Guiley Eighth Gate opening up shit. It's either those blank eyes are telling me I actually am worthless, or I really <laughs> shouldn't be this extremely powerful. So I'll I'll be pretending to be stupid
1: kind of character. Wow, you know. That's, that's my that's guess. Some, that's some smooth brain right there. Uh how do you guys feel about uh uh the battle between uh, Itadori and uh and Toto?
4: I think they could have made an entire OVA out of that segment <laughs> that went on in his head after- <laughs> Oh his <laughs> yeah. like
1: best yeah. friends forever in his head thing. If, thing went if they just
4: if they cut that off and then they just made the show entirely about that for like two episodes, I would have been fine with it yeah I mean, it went <laughs> like up a for too long
1: <laughs> not enough dude not i need more of like, that and not just enough was like
0: was it gonna end you <laughs> <And> just kept <laughs> going and going exactly
2: that's what i loved about it though like it's like a family guy bit you know where you think oh this is gonna end right here but it keeps going and going and the more it goes it's just like what what is going on but it makes it funnier I couldn't, I, I did personally, I didn't like the second half of the show because that first half was so good to me. <laughs> wow. Like, I don't even remember what the second half of the show was.
1: Well. <laughs>
2: yeah. You guys were trying
4: I, to kill him, weren't you? N- no. Yeah. Yeah, you were. N- no. Yeah, you were. No. B- b- okay,
1: b- yeah, you were. Okay. Yeah. That's about it. <laughs> yeah, that was it. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I, I do have to give it up for Jujutsu Kaisen, though. They, their comedic timing. Is very well apparent. Yeah. it's you oh, know, definitely. this is like one of the shonens that are like actually truly funny. You know how like sometimes when we watch shōnen uh, like shows, you're just like, oh, you know, maybe the situation is kind of funny or like it's so ridiculous that uh we can laugh at it because it's so like memeable or cringe. But this one is like genuinely funny. Like, I I I don't think I've ever. I can't think of another show. Uh, that uh has that like very genuine comedy that just uh doesn't feel forced it's not like he's writing the jokes to make it into a comedy it's just like all these characters are just natural uh progressions to a punchline so
4: they make really good use of their time yeah yeah like even the end segments and everything about it their dialoguing is fine even though i just fucking memed it but uh (laughs) they they make really good use of their time doesn't feel like it's um being stretched out to hit that 24-minute mark or whatever.
3: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, I also feel like uh, I I think I've said this in the past, but they have they have a lot to do in the time that they're allowed each episode, and they they fit a lot in. Like we got to establish um, Total Itadori's relationship. They fought for a little bit. Um, They had the entire insane dream segment. we got to have, like, a little bit of information on Miwa, the blue-haired girl. Um, and they still fit in that Toto and Itadori. Uh, it, it's looking like Toto is going to mentor Itadori a little bit in his own way. So, yeah, it was a packed episode, even though it felt like uh, they didn't do too much. A lot did get done.
1: Yeah, even, even the supporting characters, yeah. right? Like, if you think about it, I, like i thought panda was gonna be kind of like the leader of the group but it, it kind of looks like it's maki that's gonna be like like the true leader and she had like like she's very uh like level-headed and she's like really like thinking like five steps ahead for the team and she really has like all these plans and contingencies of like if something happens we gotta go this and do that yeah. uh and then yeah. the broom girl too i didn't think we were gonna like really get much about her but uh her scouting abilities is kind of interesting i was hoping they delve deeper into it because it's i don't know it's just kind of weird she just seems like a witch but that doesn't seem to fit into the scope of what yeah jiu kaisen is but like like all all i like i don't know like anyone's powers or, like what it could possibly be like i'm still i'm still shocked that nobra like fights with a hammer and nails yeah and like voodoo dolls that that's so that shit still like baffles me to this day so uh i can't imagine what everyone else does
4: watching that witch girl getting fucking dropped kicked by the phoenix is still like replaying <laughs> in my mind <laughs> like out of nowhere yeah. yeah i i still like what are her powers she just flew around a bit and then got fucking kicked into a tree
1: that was about yeah it. she she was just she a scout. Harassed. yeah and yeah and then <laughs> yeah, Nobra Nobra and Panda were just like huda, and just fucking like punching yeah, the chain yeah. like ks-t-t-t-t-t-t-t-t. come on come on and I was like, oh my god, these fucking two shitheads of the group. Uh anything else for Jujutsu Kaisen? Anything else you guys noticed? Uh,
0: I want Nobra to fight. Guys, <laughs> it feels like forever since she's had a like a good action scene. Um probably not since her introduction, actually
1: yeah that's fought. that's about it yeah because i i feel like we're lacking in that like uh very strong girl characters in Jujutsu Kaisen. and i think that's like there's a couple of things we're missing from it it's just like we need more like strong girl characters to really balance everything out and then uh, uh i'm still waiting for that episode i don't think uh it's coming yet i think it's probably gonna be like later down the road but i need i always say it man it's like demon slayer episode 19 when, like Tanjiro was fighting that spider guy and uh, his sister helped him cut through the webs like yeah. I'm waiting for that that moment to make that season memorable or like Midoriya fighting um uh Overhaul you know like the, the, that like that defining moment that season like you can forget everything else about that season but uh that one moment is what you're going to remember forever and uh <laughs> we're still lacking from that
5: that's like a good thing about Shonen, they always have that moment in each season.
1: Exactly. So like if you if you I don't know, if you look back like twenty twenty, like, you know, it's not a very good year for anime, but like I I still vividly remember that scene. Like uh fucking um Lemillion versus Overhaul and then Deku versus Overhaul. Like that just those like four episode string was just like So good. A very defining twenty twenty moment where it's just like you know, not a lot happened uh in twenty twenty, so uh really like shines uh when you think about it. Kinda
4: of feel like this might be um reaching, but it feels like a lot of the animation lately is noticeably lower in this twenty 2020, twenty, twenty twenty one year, you know? Like how people develop their scenes and things like that. Mm-hmm. It looks like it's taking a hit.
1: Yeah, there's a lot of shortcuts yeah, yeah. and I mean covid covid really hurts it i I mean matt uh like wants to tie in that noose every single time he sees attack on titan when he sees a battle because uh uh, i mean i get it because they had to like you know make budgets and uh, you know there there's a lot of cg in in those episodes and stuff like that Mm. uh but yeah i mean you're right just uh 2020 was a very underwhelming year for anime where uh immediately like years before like we were like building up that train right like we were getting like all like my hero demon slayer your name all these like amazing beautiful animations where it's just like you know anime is going to be mainstream someday and uh now uh it kind of like slowed down a little bit but uh yeah I, I think it's picking back up this this season is very heavy packed with a lot of returning seasons and i mean demon <laughs> slayer movie is just fucking just just rolling and rolling in money so um i think i think there was like news that they uh, submitted demon slayer to like uh, golden globes or academy awards one of the two for like best animated movie of the year that would be um, crazy to watch so i think I, I think they're gonna have a good chance uh on, on you know because i can't think of really like any movies that pixar is coming out that would like fucking uh destroy them so but you know we'll see
0: well maybe soul um yeah i was thinking a lot of good things about that movie i haven't seen it yet
1: yeah Yeah. and usually those ones are better anyway because they're like original works where just like you don't have to watch anything previously uh to uh to know about it where like demon slayer like if you haven't watched the first season then that whole movie you're just looking at it for eye candy. You're not actually looking at it for like plot or... Yeah, that's true. ...or story. So, uh, I don't know. We'll, we'll see. We'll see how that goes. We'll definitely keep an eye on that nomination. See if that makes it. Because, I mean, there hasn't been many... Uh, an- ...animes, anime movies that have made it... ...even to nominations uh, in recent years. So, I think maybe your name, but... Yeah. Uh, don't quote me on that. Uh, but... All right, so we'll move on. I'm pretty sure uh, we'll have a lot to talk about for this uh, next one on the video roundup. Attack on Titan, Episode 7. It was a crazy, crazy episode. Um, A lot of stuff happened. Pretty much just war. Everyone's just finding everyone. Uh, Titan's running about. Everyone's pretty much jumping into uh, the the smash battlefield and just fucking going to town uh, on each other. Uh, we'll hit it with Matt first um, and then we'll go with Avery next because uh, yeah. the three of us have not read uh, past where the anime is at right now so we actually have no idea what's going to happen next where Lance and Kai are just sitting back and just chuckling to themselves um, <laughs> because they know who, what's going to happen, who's going to die next and all that jazz. But uh, yeah, go ahead, Matt. What do you yeah, think so about this episode?
5: Surprisingly, I didn't mind the CG for this because I understood like all the battles and stuff happening, it would be hard to animate that in 2D. And it just it just looked really nice to the CG. Like it it felt like it was there for purpose. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I I think it's like functionality. There were like a lot of parts when they did the CG where like uh it's just like like really random things, just like some people flying away or just like some people like moving from one spot to another why take the time to uh, like animate that when like no one's gonna be paying attention to that they're gonna be looking at the titans uh going a wall on each other so uh i definitely agree on that map map has been doing a pretty good job yeah so um i know a lot of people complain that they don't like how mappa drew the characters but uh i mean like lance oh. these, this is like as close to the manga as it could ever possibly be right yeah so.
0: i saw like the big backlash on, and you mentioned it too um so uh, Mikasa's face—it looks. She looks like a JoJo character, and I think they put like a side by side of her and like jotaro And I'm not gonna lie, Mappa made her like made her lips like the most like manly lips and chins I've ever seen. I think that was like the main thing. Um, I almost like the the amount of backlash that that little um frame of her got. I wouldn't be surprised like in the Blu-ray that Mappa like tweaks it um to be a a little bit less so, but i mean um it's definitely different from studio wits uh rendition of mikasa who does not look anything like Isayama. i'm gonna i'm gonna be straight up here everyone who's like mikasa is super pretty that's all studio wits baby like Isayama, yeah did not want her to be pretty uh she's pretty uh i mean she's not ugly by any means but she looks closer to her manga um oh
1: yeah all the characters look like closer to their manga versions were just like uh, yeah um how about you Avery? what do you like about this week um in connection with that
4: <clears throat> i think all you were seeing was a resting bitch face because imagine your boyfriend goes out for like what two plus years and then she he starts a terrorist war you wouldn't be too happy <laughs> would you but
3: uh <laughs> <Avery pissed>. <laughs> <laughs> no,
4: sorry i'm just fucking around um backerman scenes dude those things were just like spot on the fucking the giant thing of fucking explosives that he plants right into his neck. All of those segments yeah. awesome. Um, what was a little jarring though was the uh, the back and forth between the uh, the Jaw Titan and um, the Attack Titan. You like know that too, yeah. Yeah, it was. It went on for a little bit too long. It, yeah. It's normally super easy for me to get into Attack on Titan, like super easy should have get immersed in. But like at that scene, I'm like, what the fuck's going on? Like five seconds, 10 seconds. Yeah, it dragged on just (laughs) a little bit too long where I start wondering, okay. It is a very important point though, for sure. But I'm like, yeah, come on, man. You you could be anything else, you know? Just start panning at every single side character instead, making some (laughs) random reaction shit.
0: I don't know. I think it was when he started dismembering the jaw titan that I was like, Mm -hmm. okay, this is going just uh, ever so slightly too slow you could speed Mm -hmm. this up um, to like disable the jaw time so he could um, do the finishing goal on the uh, on the Warhammer which by the way was so fucking smart like when I read that in the manga I was like I was like blown away like holy crap like Aaron he knows how to fight now and he knows how to uh, he knows how to use his environment and his opponents against each other like that, that has to
4: have happened in a manner of like Minutes, right? For him to figure out all of these things. Yeah, to see that, Whereas, think what to do pre-time skip he was chomping at his body like uh i'm a little baby baby and now he's
2: <laughs> he's full-on big O mode he's a chad now yeah. Dude, yeah he can literally clone himself at this point it's kind of wild he right? like, becomes a titan and then he's yeah. like well i guess i'll pop out become a titan again and yeah then, he's yeah. like this time's oh, fucked."
0: <laughs> on to the next one he, his level of mastery it, i love how they're showing off how far he's come with his skill yeah hey,
1: it's only him right only he can kind of like do it that quickly just like because pop- he's the founder it seems like that has yes and no be. is what i think
4: because they're like how the fuck is he doing it so fast not you know well because it takes because energy right? yeah so yeah. he's like yeah, so. he's dispensing it over and over and over again and you're wondering like okay is this normal and then it cuts to the other titans and they're like this is not normal and they're like okay thanks
0: <laughs> yeah i think it's particularly high level for a time shifter because I, I remember like annie was i think she's the only one who's like pulled off that stunt where she's like abandoned the body and then spawned another one she only did that like twice uh, aaron did yeah. it three times in this fight so yeah, that yeah. and doesn't it doesn't look like standard. he's slowing down yeah in he still any way like shape or form
1: um, how'd you guys feel about, uh, the first look at, uh, Armin?
2: You guys like he, his new look? Dude, I, I was like, he looking good. <laughs> you bitch. Like, right? You see Armin, like, take his hood off, and I'm like, oh, his face, you know, he doesn't look ugly. And then he <laughs> electrifies, and I'm like, oh, he's gonna get ugly, <laughs> right? And then he, later you see it cuts to his face, as a colossal titan, and he's- Oh, ugly dude, he's alive. he looks <laughs> like handsome Squidward. <laughs> like, he's oh no. uglier than Like, he's like the uglier colossal Titan now. I
1: I always forget the Titans like kind of take a little bit of what the their person looks like. Uh, yeah. Like I I totally forgot mm. about that, and until Reiner popped out, and I was like, holy shit, it's just oh, big I'm naked Reiner.
2: <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> like what
1: the <laughs> fuck. It's like, please don't end. ever do that again. Jojo
2: character, ugly dude.
0: Don't don't do that again. What do you but, think is uh, happening yeah. there? Um, uh, with Reiner, when he woke up at the very end.
1: I mean, he, he woke up. Yeah, like, like wow, fuck, I don't want to do this anymore. But like, the people that I love are counting on me, and like that, like that, that little string that's holding like his whole like mentality together. It's really depressing. Like, I, I I, felt it for him. I was like, dude, this guy just wanted to be done. Like, he spent his whole life pretty much, like, almost living in a lie. Uh, and, like, I can't, like, he has no therapist whatsoever in that time period. So, uh, he's pretty much on, a like, a mental breakdown. Uh, but people are screaming his name, and it's like, he just wants to go to bed. Uh, it's kinda, it's kinda sad, and, uh i I'm, I'm waiting through yeah i'm waiting for that gabby moment i mean, i know i know like when lance posted that that tweet a couple of weeks ago and people were like it's it's not yet no it's not yet gabby's not gonna do it yet and i was just like i it's, it feels like it's coming like like the way they just keep like foreshadowing her like getting ready to fucking about to go monkey all over these motherfuckers like I I I I'm sweating bullets because someone someone has to take the brood of her frustration, uh, just like how Aaron, uh, you know, pretty much did it with like her entire family, pretty much. So 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 someone has to pay. There's no way like we're gonna get out of this un unscattered in any way, shape, or form. I still think it's Sasha, but i mean you don't fucking look at her last week and just be like mm, i'm not gonna i'm gonna totally forget what you look like and then i won't think about killing you dude but she so, quick
4: scoped that dude real good yeah or in the fucking oh head.
1: yeah oh man it's kind of like just- she just stood there in the middle of like just just like barely any cover like she stood out of her shield and she just like shot the guy and she's like stood
0: there yeah i was just, like, like why are you standing me, there
1: like-
0: <laughs> yeah bang <laughs> <And> then, <laughs> that dude is dead um i thought it was a great scene uh to see animated um the cart type she's and, a uh, she's a hunter right as well
1: sasha yeah, so she, real quick so she's a yeah. hunter. she makes sense makes sense she's like kind of the sniper of the group
0: yeah it was a kind of a gradual transition like i i didn't expect sasha to become like the sniper of the group but you know she started using her bow. um like in season 3 and then there's just it just seemed like a natural progression for her to start changing over to guns once um uh technology yeah technology start advancing more
1: which i i gotta admit that like i was very impressed with the technological advancement that uh these guys have done but just like the fact that yeah like it's ramped up to like a 10 they got a fucking blimp now and that's coming on through like fucking like battle city and i'm gonna see kaiba on top of it and he's gonna start announcing <laughs> a battle city tournament about to happen and then like
2: the just the f- yeah
1: weird. yeah and like 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 Amy pointed out earlier like the bombs like we don't even have to cut these motherfuckers out anymore and like risk the uh the idea of like them hardening their their neck or like they're gonna grab us with their hands like just fucking just throw a bomb yeah. just blow them up uh, I was like, Peek didn't have, like, a fucking chance after a while. Like, she's pretty much, like, she got engulfed in flames because her, her shit was just blowing up nonstop. And I was just like, I just, like, it's crazy how, how far they gone to. Like, I got to cut a two-millimeter, two, two millimeter, like, cut on the back of their neck, and that's <laughs> the only way I could defeat them, too. Yeah, bum.
0: Yeah. Them like, just, like, struggling to get any head on Annie, and now they're like just wiping the floor with like three enemy times at once exactly
4: makes sense though right like how all they fought the entire time up until this point were titans so it's like that's their fucking specialty you set them up for this disaster yeah exactly you literally told them hey this is how you kill everyone and they're like oh sick like what (laughs) if we use bombs now it's like oh maybe don't do that
1: (laughs) maybe don't do that (laughs) i i I'm excited for like uh what 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 Hange? is that how you pronounce it hot han hanji hanji yeah I'm excited to see like uh what she has up her sleeve and what she's gonna like fucking like pull out because I mean she's she's the brains of like all this weaponry right so yeah. mm-hmm. uh, she's kind of something
0: she's like, an inventor she's the tiny researcher she's now the commander commander the yeah,
1: yeah so she's so Kinda important crazy. and mm-hmm. so yeah so i and she has an eye patch now too so that I like d- like double her crazy mm-hmm. so uh i'm excited to see like what she's got cooking up uh behind that eye patch and uh to attack the rest of the city and uh, like somehow get out of here hopefully who knows okay anything else on attack on Titan before we move on i want to but i won't <laughs> all right um uh this is uh, kind of an audible but uh we actually got a lot of questions uh this week on for the we power minute uh we were gonna do that segment uh in the middle of the anime ranking boards but we actually have a little bit of time uh so i'm gonna throw it over to lance and we're gonna do uh two we power minute segments uh so take it away lance
0: okay um for this week's We Power Minute. We have <laughs> Okay, um, This is from John Quisell. Uh, full analysis of Boku no Pico. Question mark, question mark. Um So I took the liberty of actually watching Boku no Pico for those. I took the
1: liberty. (laughs) (laughs) You're doing people a favor.
3: What a fucker.
0: (laughs) I take these questions very seriously. So, uh, yeah, I went in. uh, uh, I mean, we joke about Boku no Pico. I know there's a big meme in the West. Um, It's uh, for those of you don't know, it's a yaoi hentai. Um, That's pretty infamous for just being a troll recommendation for new anime um, fans. People will be like, oh, what anime should I start off with? And uh, the meme is, oh, you should watch Boku no Pico, man. It's really good. But um, so I checked it out. And honestly, it's pretty good. (laughs) 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 And and I don't mean it like I I watched it and I got off to it or anything. I looked at it objectively as an anime viewer. And I was like, you know, of all like the hentai I've seen animated, it's not bad. This actually was, uh, the um, animation team did a good job, especially the part where the ice cubes went inside the assholes. Um, I think that was actually very well done. Are you looking at notes? Are you looking yes. down at notes right now? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Do you take so, notes on this? So I took, I took notes about all the parts <laughs> that I liked, <laughs> that I thought, oh this like had a lot of care put into it (laughs) why um i thought the the main character and pico um he is uh by the way for those of you don't know pico is like some 10 year old boy that (laughs) the main character just picks up and hangs out with and things go from there um i thought their relationship Uh, was well paced i thought (laughs) that uh, pico had a pretty decent character development i think we got to know him very quickly and uh easily I thought the butt sex progressed in a organic manner. I don't know. Peter, you watched it. What do you think? Don't fucking put me on the same boat as you, motherfucker. This is just you.
1: This is just you. This is all you. I didn't take notes or nothing. I don't remember a single thing about it. I just know it was just gay butt sex. So, I mean, the usual for me, but I don't have a full detail analysis like you
0: like it was actually pretty respectable so um uh if you'd like i can watch the rest of the series i don't know how much episodes there are (laughs) it sounds like that i believe that there are maybe two or three but um i watched the first episode and those are my thoughts
2: (laughs) well thank you for your uh hard work and uh dedication
0: of course. That war vet,
2: guys. Come on. He <laughs> didn't like
1: go out to war and came back like a fucking a hero with a purple medal. Well, I mean, the amount if of sacrifices that did, Simley,
4: then yeah, he did kind of come back from war, but that's about it. No, nothing else past that. <laughs> and he he signed up for it too on top of that. There is no yeah. like draft or anything. He's just like he got recruited off online service. Trade, dude.
1: <laughs> all right <laughs>
0: i'll give you one more question all right one more question really um <laughs> yeah we got we some time uh um, yes yeah, so we actually have some time uh this one is from um mike aloha his question is favorite antagonist we actually uh answered this in the very first episode of uh our we power Hour podcast um uh but i guess um Avery, you can answer this one because uh, I don't think we've heard your your favorite antagonist. Um, hmm. It would either tie it up
4: between insane clown posse and hunter hunter, or uh, the fear and full metal brotherhood. Both are very, very strong, extremely powerful. I might add. But um, their development, everything about them, fucking spot rock on. Just like insane clown posse's rock on that he has every like arc that pertains him.
1: Um. (laughs) Are you talking (laughs) about Hisoka in general,
3: or you just
4: talking about like the spider troop? Hisoka in general. Okay, he he's like yeah, he's a he's a hard on man. He is a hard on man. He is he's also a man on hard. Maybe, maybe like the fear, just a little bit more. I'd put him above. He'd be my number mm-hmm. one. Okay.
1: Uh, I, I think I actually also answered Hisoka in the first in the first episode that we uh, talked about favorite antagonists, but I like to change my answer. To okay. uh, Shen Shen Du from Jackie Chan Adventures. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh well, I'd like to also change my answer as well. I've had some time to think about, especially in consideration of this new season of anime. So I think my new favorite antagonist would be Corey in the House. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say that. I was gonna say the president you can from Corey in the too. House. He's a great antagonist. One of the <laughs> He's finest like an ones in anime.
1: <laughs> oh my God! Well, Boku that's no Pico debatable. has gone us down this meme chain. <laughs> oh boy you read my mind (laughs) all right you know what on that note that's a pretty good way uh to end this uh first part of the we power minute segment uh we're gonna continue on to our anime ranking board uh so if you guys don't know this is the segment where we chose 10 animes before the winter season started uh and then every week we'll rank them through one through ten so uh of course, with our guest this week, Avery, we added his votes in as well. So his points were uh, tallied on with ours. Uh, so we'll get right into it. I am at all caught number- up. Yeah, Sorry. he's all caught up. So it's all good. Not just bumping uh, in. <laughs> so he, he he knows he knows what he's talking about when he's going to complain about some of these animes. Uh, but starting at number 10, it was also number 10 uh, last week. Uh, Project Scarred, Scar on the Parader. Um, looking on our vote chart 10th place across the board except for Lance he actually put it at 9th so I gotta fucking hear this Uh, so take it away Lance 9th place from you you go
0: to high point man okay I'll get into what was wrong with Usakai Picnic in a little bit (laughs) but (laughs) you know honestly I went back uh, just before we jumped on I went back and I watched Project Scars episode and i wish i could retroactively change my vote because this one definitely deserved 10th place this episode was a fucking dumpster fire and it was undefendable in my opinion this thing was so fucking bad and confusing i watched it twice thrice four times you can count- watched this thing four times uh <laughs> and i could not understand what the fuck they were doing with the little girl and why artemis was getting in their way and why they ended up being at peace with each other in the end do you guys know
2: dude i feel like you didn't put 10th place just to spite me or something dude <laughs> because, like, it was a fucking terrible episode. You were saying like, okay. when we okay. watched it, we were yeah. all talking about how shitty of an episode, and it was honestly probably the shittiest episode we've watched together as a weeb power hour. One of the more shittier ones, like, including, like, the likes of, uh, you know, Sports Climbing Girls and Last Crusade. I'm, I'm trying because, to like, think.
0: I think. I would put those above. Like, I feel like that might know. be right, actually.
2: Like, yeah, and then you oh, put wow, ninth yeah, place.
0: Right. But I remember, okay, I'll just say this already for a picnic, that I could not watch the episode actually like i actually (laughs) mentally checked out and i couldn't finish it but project scarred i was at least interested enough to try to understand it and watch multiple times i have not watched uh picnic twice for example so that's why in my heart i i felt like it deserved 10th place i just have no interest in it i mean they hooked you in i guess you know in a way
4: of trash taste they hooked you in Nah, we're if not allowed to say to that. that's copyrighted. Times. <laughs> I, I think it, I guess it deserves ninth place.
1: <laughs> like, <laughs> the sheer, sheer, sheer amount of like work he's done and like just gives him a, a bump up in placement. Like, that's not, he that's spent like two good. hours watching that fucking episode. Yeah, uh, I know. <laughs> and he volunteered for that too. No one told him to do that. He just keeps doing it.
0: I just feel like there's like some kind of potential here cause I mean the characters are pretty the fights are I okay I take that back the fights are not that pretty you remember when um uh Kazuma the sword the angry sword fucker was fighting um (laughs) uh, uh, the weeby phoenix boy um so I had like this one complaint when they are fighting and that's that they talk way too much when they're fighting like it's just nonstop like rapid fire back and forth like uh, quips and taunts it's like hey almost got me they're not fast enough I'll get you next time take this you're gonna miss me this one Yeah, I almost then, then, didn't
5: know who was saying what
0: yeah <laughs> and then I actually so around like the second or third time I was watching the episode I was watching the fight and their mouths do not move during the fight and yet yeah, they why? have the, the rapid fire like taunts at each other so I was like you guys can't even the, animate that shit, bro. It's the director's
4: way of showing how extremely fast
3: they are. <laughs> you
4: can't even
0: <laughs> see their mouths moving as they yell at each other?
1: Yeah, yeah. Or maybe it's like they're practicing ventriloquism, you know? Who, who knows?
4: It's the boys who cry.
1: No. <laughs>
4: <laughs> I I could honestly spend the whole time counter-arguing every point. But I know that I'm not being truthful to myself, and that's just a trash anime at the end of the day. So <laughs> why would you even say
0: that? Then
1: <laughs> how can you even counteract it? I would I'm, love to hear I'm you counteract
4: it. Okay, well, we we talked about them being extremely fast and powerful, that they can talk back and forth like it's a pro ZD skit. Um,
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I don't know. What was your other point?
4: this show is a fucking dumpster fire Uh, the
0: the story made no sense for why they had to defend the the Uh, girl from Artemis
4: they're going to put it in another
3: episode
0: (laughs) they're they're withholding information in order
4: to
1: hook you into the next episode so basically, he said it because it's an anime. That's what gives it the excuse it deserves for the shitty past. They the want episodes. you to come
4: back next week because there was no real hook at the end of the episode as to why you should watch another one. Well, so they'll f- they give you empty plot points instead.
1: <laughs> well, fuck, man, we have to come back anyway because you force ourselves to watch this. That is true. Put it in our ranking oh, board. Speaking so. of
0: which, it didn't even end on a proper note either. Like I think it ended with the police officer scarred guys like talking about oh man looks like artemis and helios uh, fought each other and the other guy's like yeah and then <laughs> boom hits like the uh, end credits i'm like what the fuck? you know you know what i also
1: hate is the fact that like when they were in the cafe and they were talking about like they were the, the three guys are for or the two guys are from helios right the sword guy and the the yeah, white haired guy kazuma and kagami yeah, so the fact that you remember these guys' names no, is <laughs> way oh God, too much, dude. I, um, days. I I hate how like they talk about like how the Helios Group is like oh we're we're so cool we're not like really trashy oh, we don't we don't yeah. do backhanded stuff but it's like but I don't fucking know you so like why why would those statements ever like be like uh correct or like relevant yeah. in the what you're talking to me now one you cut me in my fucking stomach and and you and like you made me bleed out and i sat in your fucking cafe on
0: your couch and then sword it. guy just whines <laughs> at me for like nonstop. stop um, exactly
1: so like what makes you think i want to like even you know be nice to
0: you or any way shape or form oh well, not just, just like that but like i mean cosmo the sword guy is like we're not dirty like Artemis. We're we're not just in it for the money, like we're we're better like moral characters. And then he's like pointing his sword at Yamato, threateningly. <laughs> so I'm like, are you the good yeah. guy? Yeah, Could you do it actively. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yeah, did you lick
1: your sword as he pointed at me? I don't know. They got like...
0: like really close to each other again. They're like breathing each other's mm-hmm. like carbon dioxide. Um, but yeah, I know what you mean, Peter. This show's got like a bad case of like. Uh, tell not show so they they keep talking about like how each group is and what and what defines them and then they don't really show it and also even though they tell a lot i feel like i still don't really understand them so they not don't say anything well they're just saying words
1: they're just trying to like say all these things that seem important but they don't give us any context or like clues or a I don't know, like a backstory. I feel like, I feel like we're watching like a second or third season of an anime that we have like no clue what the previous seasons were. It yeah, was because like, it feels like they, there's a lot of shit that happened that like we don't know, but like, this This isn't the type of show. It's not like you're a second picnic where like you want to keep it a mystery because it's it's fun to try to piece it together. like this should be just straight up battle anime right like we every every episode should just be crazy fights. let's push the CG boundaries and like let's see how far we can get uh with the battles and after episode one, it's just been lacklust- lackluster like even even this week's episode wasn't like their fighting wasn't even that great. No, not really so uh i wasn't impressed by it like how it was in the first one where it's like ooh, camera movement like we're following the guy and you can see these dynamic movements and like we're really pushing the cg boundaries and i was like okay like this actually looks kind of nice i don't feel like i want to throw up when i'm looking at it uh and then they show the fucking buildings and i'm like <laughs> <laughs> so i was like well you almost had me so you almost had me right anyone else anyone else want to see how great this anime is before we move on it's kind of sad that i i okay go ahead (laughs) what do you got
4: (laughs) no not that it's good but um (laughs) what so the conversation that you and lance had, what it sounds like is a lot of hoopla right like they're they're trying to give you all this context and what i'm assuming is going to happen next or at the end of the season is like Oh man, now we're the really cool good guys because we said so because we don't want to spend budget on actually showing ourselves. We'd rather just talk about it and give you some world building through there. They're going to have this big fight. You know, boys who cry are going to lose. And then they're going to be like, oh man, wasn't that cool that we, the good guys, almost won? You're going to have to continue, Chimp Skylark. And he's going to be like, all right, well, (laughs) if you say so. And then
3: the shit's going to continue from there.
4: (laughs) 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 They. They're gonna cut off all of this um backstory to just be like more epic fighting and the fucking fighting's gonna look like shit anyway. So it's like what the fuck are you guys paying each other? Like that fucking episode one, where that big explosion happened, where it looked like fucking Timmy Tender f- caused that uh CGI explosion <laughs> on her fu- on his fucking phone, on his iPhone seven, you know? The added explosion app to your video kind of shit. That that should have been for like Further enough into um I guess the overarching of what's to come. Garbage.
1: Doo-doo. Doody doo-doo garbage. Right, I'll go to love. I'll go to love with you, Avery. You you, <laughs> you 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 like meed me so hard with so many memes in a row and that that rant that I actually just I just had an aneurysm. I had like no idea yeah, like, what you're
0: complaining PR, about. I think I see a little bit of blood coming out of your nose. <laughs> like, I, I wipe that. You were I, just I, nodding so fast, and everything. I forgot
1: that. Yeah, I forgot that you're like a fucking like a meme lord, and you just fucking said like twenty memes in a row, and That's I just fair. I I like I lost I just lost it like midway. Like I just too smooth brain to keep up. <laughs> so, but thank you for that rant. I'm pretty sure all the meme you're lords. Welcome. Uh, me, me, minions out there <laughs> me, appreciating me, it. Me, me, <laughs> means. Um, all right, but we'll move on uh, to ninth place. It dropped one spot uh, from his spot last week. Uh, Arosekai Picnic. Looking at everyone's vote totals. Uh, Kai seventh place. Lance's tenth place. Um, I don't know if that's like you want to make that officially tenth place, but.
0: Well, uh, I mean, it doesn't really matter in the grand scheme of things. It, it they all still suck fall. for you. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Uh, me and close. Avery uh, Me and Avery are at 8th place And then the Matt is at ninth place So let's hit it with Kai he is the high point man at 7 uh, Please try to defend this show Because I am ready to pass out on it To be perfectly okay, honest with you
2: Okay well okay this is so, before, when we're, like, prepping for this, I saw that my vote count was, again, the highest, and I was like, shit, he's gonna call on me. So, I gotta, like, have some mental notes ready for this, because I gotta <laughs> defend this shit. But then you thought, fuck that shit. And, and like, <laughs> I got not nothing. Gonna <laughs> not gonna lie, this episode, it was... <sighs> but, you know, okay. Personally, I do look Okay, so this is a Yuri story, right? It's the relationship between how Sorrel and Toriko um, and like how yeah. the shorter ones like, you know, kind of like crushing over the blondie. And I think, you know, you see those little moments. And I, first of all, I think it's pretty cute. Um, next, uh, there was an elevator scene where we actually saw the the crazy ghoul lady coming at you. Um, that... Took me by surprise and I thought that was interesting. It's more world world building. Dude, Lance is looking at me like, you really, Kai?
0: Really? (laughs) I hear these words coming out of your mouth and I'm just thinking, (laughs) it smells like bullshit.
2: Like, I I had his, like, screen big just for his Pico moment on my monitor and he's just looking at me, just judging at me (laughs) as I try to defend this... this... You mean no, on keep, the other
4: side of the table, right? Going. I don't fly over here for nothing. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. No, yeah. no we're not, let's table. not keep this bit, please. I don't want to animate <laughs> for YouTube, please.
2: It's already tough enough doing it on YouTube. Um, but i think definitely it's i think it's really just underwhelming for us because we don't know like the creepy pasta that's like based of this story like honestly if like this whole show was about like slender man or like more westernized like um creepy pastas or like creepy like internet lore meme stories i think we Mm. can relate to it well um i looked it up and so this story is based on this online. Like, you know, copy pasta in Japanese about this girl who, you know, used to go to randomly went to this village and it was really nice. Um, One day she feels like, oh, you know, I want to check it out again. She goes over there and the village is all like fucked up, covered in weeds. And then you see a ghoul looking thing and she's like, holy shit, what the fuck? And uh, she drives away and she looks at the map and she's like pretty sure she was at the exact same place. But it just, you know, weird shit happened.
3: Mm. And so and as a
2: creepy pasta I don't think it's it's pretty underwhelming as well. You know, it's like oh, you know, I went to this place, I went again, it was fucked up, ah, you know. But and I guess cuz we didn't know that it's like a lot harder to understand. But yeah. but you know, I'm I'm trying to I'm holding on to that last piece of hope. This little last piece of the blondie's hair trying to like not put it under hortensio saga
1: i I, for me i think what's hurting it the most other than it's like underwhelming episodes it's another anime this season uh wonder egg priority which i feel like it's like we can compare those two yeah they're very like apples to apples to each other and that's that's another one where it's just like the impact is so much harder Mm -hmm. on wonder egg priority i don't know it's just because animation looks a lot better where like Ursekai Picnic, there are some there are some scenes where it just like they use some CG that don't look that great and I feel like I, I I feel like I turned like mad a little bit where just like every little CG part is just like <laughs> No I don't want it! it is like disgusting. And then like I fucking <laughs> When we were watching it that uh, uh, last night, um the fact that like Lance, even though he already hates this show and he'll point out every little bit he could, but the fact that he noticed that uh, Sorrel's eyes were not the right color in one one scene, it wasn't even like that long of a scene, it was like a three second scene but her eyes were not uh, her, her right eye wasn't blue, it was yellow uh, I think it was the time when uh, Turco, like was grabbing her uh, yeah. on the shoulder just the fact that he noticed that was like already like, okay, well like he like the to nitpick that is like already pretty bad uh and nothing to defend uh that episode it's just like like this is we're, we're at the three episode rule for a lot of these shows and like it's not a strong three episodes and
0: uh not a good showing um it's not at at this point like at the three episode rule something big should happen we've seen that with um a lot of other shows uh, this week, I'm going to say, like, Hormia, for example, had a really strong third episode. Um, this episode, at the end of the episode, they admitted, they t- they looked at each other and they thought, nothing happened. We didn't get any cube. We didn't really do very much. We just barely mm-hmm. got by with our lives. And I was like, dude, this is what your third episode is going to be, man. And,
1: uh. Yeah. You like brought it up, Kai. Like you really like the, 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 dynamic between, uh, Sorrel and Toriko, And I feel like that moment should have been the key moment for your third episode where like they mm-hmm. barely survived that, you know, onslaught of big head white, whiteies, um, to like really like solidify their relationship. But just, I don't know. That felt kind of lackluster and I kind of like, if it was anything, like, if you want to keep the mystery a secret, you want to keep your creepypasta a secret, that's fine. But if you don't want to sell someone, it should have been on the Yuri part. And I don't know. Like, th- yeah. it's very underwhelming. And, like, I don't want to, like, like, go outright and say it, but I think, like, Tomazaki kuns like, relationships are better than 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 uh
0: Soral and Toriko's relationship. Which is you I don't think you're is, like uh crazy for saying that. I, I think it was pretty yeah, like, yeah for sure.
1: Which I don't want to say because I feel like they do have potential. Cause Tomazaki kun is like very like it, it it is about relationships, but it isn't like at that level where like we can get really deep into it. But like these two like that's your selling point, you know. Like, like you said, like if we don't understand the creepy pasta, what else is gonna sell us on? And it's like, and they we had glimpses here and there, but I just don't feel like it's strong enough to really uh withstand the test of time. And just wonder, right priority really uh overshadows it too hard. So,
0: hmm. I mean, I I could I could go off. <laughs> I'm
1: not going to <laughs> go. what go hold hold on to that. Let's hear let's hear what Avery has to say first. I feel like
4: I haven't noticed 3d to be that much of a problem to watching this episode explicitly at the very end when they put 3d animation in the foreground,
1: Mm -hmm.
4: you know, when they come out of the world and then 3d like figures are walking like over them,
1: the crowd here,
4: they, they straight up, like want to show it off essentially. And that's, it's way too jarring at that point. Um, what was the other point? that you guys were talking about. I believe it was... Actually, no. The The character development and the world building inside the other side is a little bit too over the top, right? Like, we already know about the glitches. Get on with it. You're spending too much time with the glitches again. And then the whole, oh, we are having this Yuri moment. Ha ha ha. It was like way too... <laughs> like two times three times okay haha four times and i'm like okay maybe this isn't actually the characters like maybe one of those fucking mind eaters or whatever the those uh monsters that look like other monsters took over at this point like i'm thinking theories like why would you do this that often and then it's oh. like well that's probably oh, not I the case because at the end it's like they're they're just acting fucking weird <laughs> you know <laughs> Dude, and they have right to act weird, right it's a yuri fine but it's like, it, I don't know. <laughs> they, they're, like, really trying to nail in that fucking, well,
3: they gay, so they Deeper. have to be so weird, so right? Be it's weird. fine. <laughs> right, yeah, like, that, that's what they're trying
4: to tell me at this point. Like, what What are you trying to do now, bud? The But the traveling and all of that, that could have been shortened down way, way shorter. But it seemed like the the town that they went to was a very
1: cut in, cut out kind of thing. Oh, no, we're being chased. Goodbye kind of thing. Yeah. I think I think what would make this show better and I and like Kai pointed this out, like they should teach us the creepy posture that they're trying to emulate for the episode. Yes. You know Turn be it be kind of nice. Like a,
4: a supernatural, like the and Dean yeah. kind of thing. That would like that's an easy way to do it, right? Like they have a fucking Relonomicon or something.
1: Well sure. the thing is is like they introduced a character that would have been perfect for it and it was she was uh, the the computer girl from the last week's episode. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know like I feel like if they like come up to her and then she be like okay look I need you to get more of these cute things. I need you to hit this area next. And she, she can somehow explain it. I don't know like she can do research in the other other world or whatever or whatever kind of thing but it's just like Give I feel you like earpiece. she she is the knowledge to give us context to what's going on because yeah. like i don't know what this village is i don't know what these like like weird white big head motherfucker things are like i don't know any of it and just the fact that like kai, like kai had to look up what the creepypasta was yeah. already like ensues that this is not a very popular creepypasta even in japan
2: no, no, no. I think it's because I no. I think it's just it's just internet lore that I am just not aware of because I'm not okay. Japanese enough. But like I think you know it's I, I'm assuming it's pretty popular that if they see you know that big giant head thing because I think the creepy pasta is like titled the big O head like the big headed thing mm-hmm. kind of thing. So I don't know.
1: I'm kind of curious now. I'm kind of curious to see like Japan's numbers and like what their their view count is on this show and what it is compared to like uh here in the west because it's like if it's a stark difference then i i kind of want to give it a pass because it's not technically their fault that we don't know the creepy pasta that's in japan yeah so but uh well we'll see uh anything else for urosekai picnic
2: one more thing i want to add one thing like I, I i i wanted this to be more creepier
0: yeah like, the cg uh, is what kills it it's hard yeah um well the animation but also i feel like the two genres they're trying to juggle they don't mesh well um it's, the exploring <laughs> pasta and also yuri that's there too like
2: <laughs> it's, it's a very know. weird genre and the ambiance isn't right for it like um i was thinking about it but like girls last tour that one, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, Peter recommended it for me, right? And I feel like that is a lot more like creepier.
3: It
4: is. I'd have to watch. I, it. I didn't.
2: I didn't finish it yet. But the whole like tone of not knowing where this other world is, you know, because they that's you're just thrown into this anime about this like world where everything is just empty and it's just dark,
0: mm-hmm.
2: and it's kind of similar to this, but they get that eerie feeling a lot better
1: yeah well because i think it's because it's just the two of them right like it's like it's it, that's all they have where like or it's like picnic like they play on this like weird like oh like you're in love with someone else like it's it's like a love triangle that isn't necessary like you know how like surround like really jealous of whoever Toriko's like friend was that's like trapped in this other, other world yeah like it's like this yeah. like not believable love triangle that is like they're really trying to make it drama but it's just nothing so but now that you bring it up i think i think the soundtrack is also kind of weak in this show too now you bring up like the ambience because there are some scenes where they play like this like weird little like fun catchy jingle that's like kind of happy-go-lucky and i'm like we're in a whole nother world right now where like we don't know what's going to happen we don't know if we step into this one spot we're just going to get fucking vaporized like like i need more of this like the suspenseful music and uh uh it doesn't really catch that feeling at the time and it kind of like throws me out for a loop when i hear it uh lance do you want to do you want to you want to go i'll let the dog out dude
0: (laughs) i I mean everything i had to say we pretty much covered the show has a lot of issues um it's it has like an identity crisis with its tone it wants to be like happy-go-lucky um you know it, a, a fun environment for like two girls to like uh, develop their relationship and become close and um and maybe become more than just friends but um then it it's set in like this spooky foggy place that does not is not an environment to be uh, developing a romance so it it's just all over the place. Also, this is I think this third episode really got me thinking that um and I don't like to think it this because it takes me out of the episode, that the animators were cutting corners. Um probably. Like every oh, absolutely, opportunity. Cutting they can corners. Every opportunity they can, they would do like a faraway shot so that they could make the girl CGI, so that you know it'd be hard to notice that, that's a common tactic but they did it like 50% of the episode was them zoomed out and that's not how you like empathize with characters and get to know them by seeing them as ants (laughs) like you want to actually like you know be as they're talking to each other you want to see their face their expressions them smiling them laughing them like grimacing at each other and then you, you see them like they're like across the street, and I'm like I can't empathize with these guys like this and also their mouths don't again their mouths don't move when they're cgi far away so i'm like they're they just look like little lego figures off in the distance i don't i don't like that
1: <laughs> all, um, right, all right I'll, I'll chain the dog back in i'll chain
2: the dog back yeah in. <laughs> sorry i just <laughs> oh, wow. I, oh baby just here we go but apparently this episode is not in the source material i bet But I believe that, but so it's not in the like the book or the manga or whatever. But this episode's written by the original author, though.
1: Mm. So So she added it perceived as
2: so I don't know, I don't know how you feel about it. It is a novel
0: that
2: makes it worse. Yeah, (laughs) this is what we call the budget episode. Yeah, exactly. That's so I uh, that's why I wanted to bring
0: this up after that saying
2: that you know, maybe it's just you know, the budget episode.
5: One more thing.
3: I think, <laughs> I think the,
5: uh, what's it called? The, the, the spooky part and the uh, Yuri part. Because, you know, like that Sony show when they said, take a girl through a scary movie because when they're scared, they're the horniest or whatever.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I've so, never. <laughs> Sorry, go on. I've heard that.
5: Yeah,
0: so, uh, <laughs> so it might be a good combination. Come on, dude. You got to read more magazines.
1: <laughs> what <laughs> magazines are you reading? Is this like a Teen Vogue magazine or something?
0: Hell yeah, dude.
1: Oh, my God. You got to stop going to those nail salons and reading the fucking teen I'll whatever magazines. whatever I there. want,
0: wherever I want. <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right. Well, we're going to move on um, to the eighth spot, Hortensia Saga. Uh, or or Tenshia Saga. Uh, it, dropped, it went up uh, one spot from the ninth spot uh, last week. Looking at everyone's voting. Uh, Kai and myself is at ninth place. Lance and Matt are at eighth place. And Avery is actually the high point man at six. Uh-oh. So we'll start with you, Avery. Uh, what did you like about this
4: episode? Hmm. So for context... I rewatched everything on Saturday. Um, <laughs> oh, what and are you doing? The Lance going, route. <laughs> <laughs> as I was going through, um, like a recap, trying to get like a sort of TLDR going in my head, I realized mm-hmm. that Hortensia Saga probably had the easiest to consume plot line this entire week, probably, eh, more or less. It, it was up there. It was top five at least in terms of like just straight plot line. So that was good the point of getting a character across a new character and being done with it is what i imagine i'm hoping at least because if you know new boy needs more backstory (laughs) then i would dump this down into the ground but i think he's done like you got all the story you got it all yeah you're good Yeah, yeah. you fought spy kids to spider-man or whatever as you guys were saying (laughs) it's it's good right the the only thing that was like a little kind of out of the way was the um, the fucking the, the men in shadow the men in black you know they're like oh you guys are <laughs> you guys are fucking you doodle heads for not listening <laughs> <laughs> for not listening to the church you gotta die now then they get fucking destroyed and a little a little too much honestly but I guess it's needed right I try to think of it as a video game and in a video game you need to kind of announce everything new and coming up sooner with foreshadowing yeah. if you'd even call it that i but. mean yeah they were pretty much the, foreshadowing
1: this yeah, is the group to help.
4: right to, the, to go
1: against for the rest of the, the game. The
4: storyboarding was really solid that's all i have to give it like they they knew what they were doing they got their point across they weren't like twiddling their thumbs like in fucking, uh picnic or a sekai picnic um i guess aside from that the the only the only other jarring thing was the uh the conversation that fucking Patches had with the the church dude. As you can see, I'm not really great at memorizing names, so I'll just fill it up with memes. Fuck it. Um, Pat,
1: why, why over even the hand.
4: be like? Yeah, I've known him for a long time. He doesn't give a shit, dude. You know, <laughs> he's with he's with the bad guys, dude. He's yeah, bad. Well. You got fucked. Oh, uh, it probably wasn't him. Is what I'm expecting is going to happen in the next episode, but whatever. But yeah, storyboarding you know plot development good 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 that's all
0: yeah i think it was a very like standard episode um i didn't find any uh, like i put it at eighth place but i thought it was a perfectly fine episode um it was meant to establish like a new party member uh because backstory i agree like i think this is it for um i think his name is the daryl daryl something kind of hard uh, um the float The float. defloat um, so um, I think he's pretty much done. Uh, he's just going to be like an ally from now on. Um, and Standard fire emblem tactics. Very st- <laughs> <Yep>. Let's <laughs> you know, introduce this guy's backstory. And now he gets nothing else for the rest of the story. <laughs> he's just going to be with us. Yep. Um, and then also establishing uh, that the church is like the main villains of this. Um, it was kind of hard because I, they were purposely being cryptic about it. Um, but it seems like Defloat's Float's village... Uh, was my impression was that the church experimented on this village it was a testing ground yeah purposely allowed this village to succumb to this disease to see how well it would kill them but then also like the the zombies appeared and the church people were actually afraid of the zombies and like wondering where they came from so i don't think the monsters came from them i don't know where these monsters were being summoned by
1: so yeah so what is it maurice he yeah. was saying, like, oh, four years ago when we were, we, when the capitals was getting attacked, people were, uh, monsters were getting summoned. And that's not normal. Like, mm-hmm. monsters just don't get, uh, yeah. summoned circles and show yeah. up out of nowhere. So there's someone other than the church. There's got to be two bad guys so, now. Yeah. Another uh, group of villains that uh that uh, are attacking us because i don't think the church is with the werewolf guy that we saw in episode one no i feel like there's a two separate uh incidents so So, yeah uh, we have like two two evil two baddies yeah Uh, what
5: about the red guys
1: i think the red guys were with the werewolf so that's one group and then the church is the ones in the black suits that's another group that's that's what i'm assuming it's gonna be case it's like team magma and team aqua so it's like two two separate. They're doing the same thing, it's just you know, little
4: what bit the different. bad guys and um Fire Emblem three heroes are three houses. I mean the
0: uh, <laughs> the one that teams up with so, uh. So what we the have red. is um those who slither in the dark. I, I yeah. was actually, I was about to make that comparison. The exact. They're they're the church, <laughs> and then you know, red guys are they're Edelgard. Obviously, yeah. spoiler, sorry if you haven't played three houses, but yeah, Edelgard is fucking evil. <laughs> but she? she has a good reason to be evil. Okay, that's why she's a good character. Or does oh, she?
1: No. In, <laughs> yeah. Incoming three hours <laughs> of does. full analysis of three I houses want, from want. Lance.
3: But
4: uh, so,
1: yeah, I'll save that for the
4: Patreon tier. A lot of similes compared to Fire Emblem. They kind of hit it spot on. And that's my other uh, concerning point. But it's good, you know i you mean based off a ga-
1: yeah based off a game it's i mean it's how it is right you introduce a character every chapter and then you build up your army and then you bring in yeah. your favorite characters uh into the battle so
0: this is how uh, i feel like last episode should have been like double double shifting um so having accomplishing two things one episode one introduce a new character who's going to be part of the party and two like developing the antagonist um last episode i think we just got a new party member and didn't really get to know any villains
1: no it was just more about like their 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 ptsd with werewolves but yeah uh, honestly they could have attached um a little bit more what's her name nonori nonoria i think that's her name the maid girl she could have just attached her little like segment uh to to this week's episode and like we couldn't save an episode to you know do more uh plot plot heavy uh, stuff but uh you know what they want to waste their episodes you know it's fine by me <laughs> so that's so, so yeah, how it goes we're
0: creeping towards that 12 episode mark and let me tell you that's not a pretty number for a video game that needs as much time as possible to develop its world so exactly <laughs> we'll how the case so, goes from here.
1: <laughs> yeah so like another one where like the in terms of the three episode rules Matt, these these fucking bottom three uh kind of fall flat in terms of like yeah trying to make an impact to really like get you into that anime so uh hey you know what you know i said a couple of weeks ago that we may have chose a pretty good top 10 but uh i'm already eating my words <laughs> three weeks later so now, not necessarily
0: um, because i feel like everything after this did pretty exceptional
1: yeah well i'm just saying because like fall season we also had like it was the bottom three that really like hurt us every week uh and i remember like kai was like he was gonna throw a mutiny at me if i didn't swap out uh animes and i was like no too bad you voted it in you have to you know, fucking deal with the consequences and he's like no i want akadama drive and i'm like too bad you voted low on that motherfucker dude, so it's like did the we same thing project
2: scarred dude like what
1: we- <laughs> and we, we all voted high on that that trailer really
0: got us i know, the, the really honestly, looks so
2: good <laughs> yeah Yeah. i can say i
0: honestly believed it would be better but it is how it is but uh we'll
1: move on uh to number seven it was also the seventh place uh last week as well heaven's design team uh looking at everyone's vote chart uh kai sixth place lance is fifth place me and Matt is 7th place, and Avery is at ninth place. Uh, I know there's a battle of brewing between Avery and Kai, uh, so I'll hit with Kai first. Uh, what did you like about Heaven's design team?
2: You know, if it wasn't for Avery being a guest on this episode today, fucking design Boo would be above uh, Tomozaki-kun. Good. But because of Avery's <laughs> inclusion of ninth, he he brings it down. But, like, overall, like, isn't it a good... Like, I wrote in my notes, okay? I, I literally wrote that, Wrote this in my notes, but, like... The whole time we're watching, we're all quiet. Like, a lot of the some, ep- some episodes, like... Like, Hortensia Saga or, like, Picnic, or Sakai Picnic, we're honestly talking over the show, like, half the time. But, like design boot, like we're actually concentrated watching and like thinking you know we're actually thinking with the show like oh what we could do or like why isn't it not working or like oh this dragon it's like what's going on with it again you know like we're always like in our heads thinking about it and I really like that and you hear like Peter or like Lance kind of just giggling sometimes and shit man like this is pretty good but it's just the other episodes other shows are just like better in terms of like how like how the episodes go because this is just too episodic and it's unfortunate that it's like sub fifth place for me but
5: i don't think yeah but you
1: should be i think you should be proud that it made it into the top 10 like it caught our interest enough to make it into the top 10 of 40 animes that appear every season (laughs) so like, I think, I think that warrants it enough that, hey, it's a decent anime, but just don't expect it to be, like, top tier or anything mm-hmm, like that. Yeah. It's, to, like we said it before, it's like a PBS show, right? Like, yeah. that's why we're so quiet. It's like, I'm, I'm like a fucking five-year-old now, like, sitting down watching <laughs> Zabumafu. Yeah. And I'm just like, ooh, what what kind of animal is Zabu going to take out this time? And it's like, oh, it's an alligator, whoa! <laughs> but other than that, like, yeah, it's just... Uh, it's, it's it's just a good educational show. It's like there's nothing else that really uh, that's faulted I on. hate it? <laughs> All right, Avery, yeah. go ahead. What is your me, your, your rebuttal on this one? Let's
4: take this back a week, right? Because a week ago, <laughs> oh, shit, I was trying to backstory course, <laughs> course some memories together, right? Some 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 reasoning in order to push it into my head that this show has reason, right? And I'm like, this is probably catered for kids. That's what I was going with that episode. And then that chibi yeah. motherfucker comes in. She's like, two cocks, four cocks. Ha <laughs> ha Fuck shit. Fuck shit. It's going to fuck everything, bud. And I'm like, bruh, this ain't fucking, <laughs> this ain't a kid's show, is it? So that happened next week now. I'm like, all right, I don't even know what the fuck to think about this show. And it kind of like dawned on me that it's it's just information overload. That's it right like i can't think of any decent character progression between anyone and i hate that fucking main character because all he is is us we're he's just a fucking viewer he doesn't do much he sits there and he's like yeah that's cool and then he looks at the other dude and he's like yeah huh how does that work and then he looks at someone else he's like sure and then after he's like god has spoken
3: confirmed yeah. <laughs>
4: what else has he done motherfucker? i hate him i hate him so much but i to make a positive note the elephant scene pretty neat i like it when they do stuff like that the fucking the little kid he came in clutch he kind of pulled the show together for episode three he he was the episode three like big bang but even then he's still a little fucked up right (laughs) but he's still pretty cool Right, he he made that like little fucking thing that was like on step stools or something. It was like, oh, that's upside down. I'm like, damn, that that shouldn't go into my ear. Kind of feeling. Um, oh, okay. Well, <laughs> imagine that thing going into your just for a second. That, that's yeah, all that, I'm that's saying.
1: a thought process. That I don't think I needed to have it in my head, but now it's in there. Now it's like red free in my head.
4: <laughs> it's gonna stay in there, dude. It's gonna eat your fucking brains. <laughs> I don't the have any. Only other point that. I can think of on the top of my head is like what the fuck are they gonna do with the main character is he gonna make something by the end of the season probably okay. not is he gonna be useless forever probably i just i, I don't
1: he, i i cut him out i'm gonna want to defend him i want to defend, Sh- defend shimoto because is, like what does he do what does he do because you're expecting like you're expecting him to be a shonen level protagonist I, where I like just
4: that's want not him to have a normal conversation with them but instead I... of being like that's cool because at one point they called him like the intimate like the the in-between character right like he will help us solve our problems so we don't fight amongst ourselves but in reality right He's they were sound talking org, with themselves just fine well that's he, the he thing he anything
1: i i think yeah like i think you're expecting too much for him he's one of those guys where like in in like a comedy show like this he's kind of like the straight the straight man right like he's the one that's supposed to be completely normal and the way he reacts is supposed to kind of mirror the way the audience is supposed to react so like when he's like whoa what's going on we kind of want to try to mirror him because he's so plain and so they, like you know just like face nothing. Him too much you know well, they, I, I think that's why you're like you're too you're too emotion. into him so
4: because there's nothing else going on in the show so i'm like they they're just fighting with each other they're not even like really developing anything it's like coworkers at that point that, that that's
1: why I this, mean, there there's supposed the, to be no they, development they're supposed the to be
4: coworkers right but they're yeah. like they're they're god's men and oh look at what's going on it's all they do is just set up the, the animals and that's it like the animals take the show that's fine but the fact that they have so much extra time like almost talking but not even talking at the same time like the amount of development that they do for the animals is kind of low aside from the elephant and the fucking whatever the fuck ear crawler thing was right like the starfish I doodled that on the ground hey it got accepted dee doo! Some backstory. I, I gotta give on that one. Like, so I, I, I also don't like. I didn't know you was strong on the ground until I watched it for the second time. I'm like, where the fuck did that starfish come from? <laughs> oh,
0: <laughs>
4: was that we supposed to be it. a ritual circle? The second time around, I realized, no, yeah. I'm just like dueling a new animal. Drawing, drawing,
1: yeah. I, I don't know. I think you're. I think you're like expecting way too much from from a show that like is is only giving you like. The bare minimum. You're like it's. You're it's, like asking for a cheeseburger, and then you're I expecting like
4: the Discovery Channel
1: God five patties.
4: Damn it. <laughs> I yeah, can't but I mean, like, Dog is on there. Anime so. is anime. Like that fucking Incredibles two meme. Math is math. God damn it.
1: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Any anyone else on Heaven's Design team?
0: Okay, so um, I'm actually the opposite spectrum from Avery. Um, this is one of my favorite episodes this week, and uh, before I'll just say before, that before, yeah,
4: I, I agree yeah. with you on that. It was probably the best episode. Yeah, so I'll, far, for, it, for what they
0: what what they've had, this has been my favorite episode, and uh, uh, I think the jokes were like spot on. I, I think uh, the way that they like, so we we're so fascinated with the, the flying snake. We've never heard of an animal like that. And then they, uh, they just explained like how it works, uh, how it's ribs, how its anatomy works. I thought it was not just like funny, like, uh, how they were like setting up like, oh, how can we make a reptile that flies? And then they were like, oh, we should make we should make the, I, I forget what the, the mythical creature is, the fire breathing chicken. They're like, Oh, we should make that. <laughs> but, uh, and then they finally settle. It's a snake that flies. Like I would never in a million years have gone that direction when I was thinking like reptiles, like the one animal that has like no limbs. So I think they're quite clever in how they set up like a scenario to eventually introduce like the subject of what they're trying to get at. And then, like you said, Avery, like the, the boy is so funny. Um, he's a good character. He's probably he, the best character. He draws like a complete like shit scribble. And then you're like, oh my God, this thing looks like an abomination. And then the punchline is that, okay, this thing's real. Like it's an actual creature at the bottom of the ocean. So don't like, don't like judge this kid's drawing. Cause this, he actually created a real animal that's in our world. Uh, I just thought, like, I learned... Uh, as far as, like, this being an educational show, I felt like I learned a lot.
4: It was definitely the best use of a child's imagination that they probably could have done.
1: Yeah. Well, like, well yeah, I mean, if we kids, ever see that in the bottom of the ocean, we'd be like, what the fuck is man, that there's shit? there's
0: still a bunch of, like, crazy shit in the bottom of the ocean that this kid probably drew, and I expect that to yeah. be a recurring joke for him, that he use it this has kid's, like, be. wild imagination to create, like monsters try to explain
1: yeah some of the the creepiest animals known to man kind of thing uh i think i i think what it needs more i I think it needs more punchlines. i guess like uh, it feels like now that i reset it like i do i do realize like yeah the characters talk to each other a lot and there's just a lot of like babbling until they get to the animal part until they start talking about the animal it just needs to be
4: more engaging yeah i, I completely yeah. agree
1: i i think but i think that's the thing that you've been asking for is like character development i think that's what's hurting them they're trying to establish every single person every single coworker that's in there and that's why they spend like the first like half of their monologue explaining oh this is the reason i like this animal because i'm, I'm the very pretty one and i really like animals that are this pretty and blah 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 or like the old man the mythical animals and stuff like that i think like i think the old man is actually perfect where it's just like oh i like mythical animals done and that's like his bit like the rest of the show every animal (laughs) is just a mythical animal Where it's just like the glasses guy talks too much you know the the purple hair girl the green guy likes Uh, to eat the
0: animals he makes yeah so so
1: many yeah that like you know we kind of get lost with it like are we still talking about animals or or what so he had potential but he lost it for me and
4: you're reminding me of those fucking power ranger motherfuckers that make the insects they they should have had a mini segment. That would have been cool, but like that the foodie he he doesn't do anything really, right? That's yeah, he just, like he just figures out how out to out of nowhere he makes a starfish, animals. and it like doesn't fit his character. Like it's not even ta- he didn't even talk about cooking the damn thing. he's Just like
1: it's a star,
3: and it <laughs> poops. <laughs> it's a fish. <laughs>
1: Yeah. like what the fuck I'm surprised you don't appreciate that as the meme lord that you are because I feel it's that funny but it's like
4: what meme. the fuck is your character man that's all I
1: can think like what what is going on in your head just just pick one character and just run with it I already picked the engineer girl and that's all I care about is just every scene with her in it and I just that's how I get by the show so
4: I like the chibi character because she like brings me back in because I'll zone out for a while and she'll be like yeah. hey. Cock, and I'll be like, "Oh,
3: interesting. <laughs>
1: <Cock>. <laughs> Tell me more." Yeah, <laughs> you had my interest. Now you have my curiosity. Um. All right. Anything else for Heaven's Design team before we move on?
5: The so only reason they got seventh place for me is because of the mythological references, like the dragon and the Cthulhu.
0: Yeah,
4: you did place higher than I thought good. you would. I completely agree with that. Yeah.
1: Uh, okay anyone they're else
4: like, they're like terrified like fuck we do not want that to get accepted delete it delete it get it out of the- <laughs> delete it delete it <laughs> <laughs> and then that, that gives them like the could it be real kind of aspect out of it yeah, but yeah, yeah. I, that cthulhu thing is really good i'm glad you brought that up
1: okay. um, moving on to sixth place it was also sixth place last week as well uh low tier character tomozaki-kun Looking at everyone's vote chart, uh, Kai, 8th place, Lance and Avery at 7th. I was at 6th, and Matt is at a cool 5th place. Uh, so we'll hit with Matt first. You were the high point man for this show. Uh, you really like the show as well. So yep. uh, let's hear what you like about this week's episode.
5: Just uh, like I said last week, I wish I knew this stuff in high school. Like, he just wants to get a girlfriend just for the sake of it but that's what the girl wants him to do just for the yeah. experience it's not for like real love or anything so it's like <laughs> man i wish i just thought of that relationship that way i i,
1: I love how like you were like kind of like serious and you know it's like pretty like uh Whatever, but these three motherfuckers, <laughs> Lance, Avery, and Kai, were fucking laughing their ass off, muting their mics because they're just like just fucking being shit lords over here. <laughs> All right, guys, what, what what's what was so funny? I'm I'm the teacher calling out the student that's fucking eating in class right now. Like <laughs> Avery wants to <the> answer. <laughs> Nothing.
4: <laughs> I didn't do anything. I was listening no but you're completely right Matt. like the they're they're so fucking good at like showing realistic scenarios and going through like his awkward phases like even the sisters going on like what the fuck's going on with my brother you know like you read a fucking how to be cool for dummies book you fucking (laughs) dummy she she's essentially um who's that fucking girl in Drake and Josh uh
3: Megan. 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 Yeah. <laughs> Megan.
4: she's essentially that
3: Megan. But, <gasps>
1: uh <laughs> <laughs> anything else on tomosaki-kun
0: i liked it I, I liked um i think hinami is probably my favorite character from the show because she's uh i think she's quite realistic and i like the way she thinks as far as like educating tomozaki um I like that she jumped on what's her name the white hair girl down uh fuka. I th- kikuchi fuka oh kikuchi um so uh i like that she jumped on that opportunity to say hey this girl i think she digs you tomozaki you should like hone in on that and try to like date her uh, and i thought you know what like <laughs> if i was playing Shit. matchmaker myself I'd probably make Tomazaki date her, too, because, like, they have, uh, when they talk to each other, they actually have, like, they're more each other's level. And I thought that was a smart pick because she could have easily been like, oh, you should date Izumi, the fucking um, pretty, <laughs> yeah, the, the the, pretty
1: popular one. The Brunette one right next to him. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Like, that'd be, like, the easy answer. Like, go for the hard one. But he was, she was like, no, go for the one who's your level. And, yeah, uh, yeah I really like Inomi. me
1: yeah she picked up on the social cues as well where like hey yeah, when you expected. were asking for the napkins or the, the tissues she yeah, had it ready yeah. she wanted yeah, yeah, she, to help you. she wanted to help yeah and the fact that she uh, uh was so excited to talk to him about uh her interests and stuff like that is uh i mean it's it, it's ba- it's basic uh social relationships 101 in, in, yeah. in like a
0: nutshell and I liked uh, how Tomazaki again, like with the realistic, like socially awkward um, situations that he gets in. She was like, "Hey, I really like that book you're reading." He's like, uh, "He didn't really care about the book, but he lied." and He was like, "Oh, uh, yeah, I-, I like this book too a lot." And then she starts like saying references to him, and he just bullshits his way through the conversation <laughs> to make her yeah. think that he likes the it's book. A Chad, move! Like that's and it so works. like <laughs> authentically awkward thing to
1: do. <laughs> Yeah, I'm just waiting for Matt to be at the local library now, just waiting uh, for someone to come by. And he's just going to have like a whole bunch of books in front of him. He doesn't even know what the books are. And then some cute girl is going to be like, whoa, you read those books? And Matt's like,
0: I can't read. What? You got Yu-Gi-Oh cards here. Trigonometry? I love (laughs) trigonometry. (laughs) Uh I love Matt.
3: I
4: was going to say, I really enjoy how they get into um, Tomzaki's head. Right? Like how he thinks and everything. Because even his conversation with um God, I'm really bad with names and I don't have a meme for the her. The main girl? Yeah, the main girl. He at the mean, end of the at the end of the episode, he was disassociating all of the normal conversations that he had with her as like lessons, essentially. So when it came down to trying to put those lessons into real things, he couldn't even do it with the girl that he's been talking to the most. Right? Mm-hmm. And they I guess they really are good at hammering the nail as to what's going on in his head without him having like internal monologues and stuff.
1: Yeah. It's the, the fact that like he, she made him talk to Izumi two times every day yeah. for a whole week was just like, that's the setup. It's just like, hey, I know you're going to fail because Izumi is way out of your fucking league. But that's not the point. The point is, is for you to get experience talking uh, to girls, not me and then we can use that experience to move it to another you know uh dungeon it's pretty much like it's it's pretty much like an rpg he's just right. he's just uh grinding on levels right now on some slimes and then like sooner or later he's gonna be <laughs> high enough level yeah. to you
0: know accomplish the first boss which is uh uh which is kikuchi so and it wasn't even like she was expecting him to succeed like she she made him do that because she was expecting him to fail and she wanted yeah. him to get used to like hey you're going to talk to girls and sometimes you're going to slip up but i mean it's not the end of the world and you're going to see that because i'm going to keep making you do it over and over again <laughs> and uh yeah. you're not dead so that shows that it's not killing you yeah that
1: was a good reference like like i that's that's the beauty with this one is that she can always compare uh the social uh, relationships and like the the stuff that he learns uh to video games
0: yeah and i'm sorry. to what you
1: just said that. uh was what was what she compared it to is like hey what's the difference between like restarting uh in this type of way or restarting in this type of way right it's just like oh if you restart this way you know you still have all your experience and then you can use that to uh keep grinding and so you you should keep losing so that you can finally win at the end where like the other resets like oh you reset you go back to zero but that's not life life is about gaining experiences so um that's the that's the beauty with this show so You'd think with that much amount of
4: development between the two characters that he'd feel a lot more comfortable, right? Yeah. Like in an out of with- scenario context, that he'd be a little bit more empty minded and just start talking instead. But instead, he, he literally played with himself and like thought about her conversations that they had and was like, oh, well. Hmm, this isn't the same person anymore because we're not having a conversation in that room anymore, kind of thing. And I'm not getting yeah. a crotch down top headshot.
1: So <laughs> Yeah, you you would try to squeeze that in somehow. I think it's just the the way like uh, he was gonna realize it too is like he's got to f- be able to get out of his shell a little bit and actually experience the things that these people have experienced. Right. So like going out to go watch a movie on, on a, on a Sunday afternoon or like, Oh, did you watch that, that the television show last night? Like it's the kind of stuff that he doesn't do. Cause he's like, all he does is, is play a, a talk farm every every day, you know, yeah. like he doesn't do anything else. So it's 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 tough on him because like he has nothing to compare it to and like he's not going to get lucky every single time like he did with kikuchi and uh bullshit his way through uh books he's never read before like <laughs> if it was that easy i would have passed ap english a long time ago i would just <laughs> pretend that i knew what i was i was reading but and clearly
4: didn't use spark notes enough
1: i clearly can't even read so like <laughs> i don't know why i took ap english to begin with so um all right anything else for tomozaki kun uh, before we move on
0: oh, to the Power Oh, I just want to say, um, I like his new haircut. I think that mm-hmm. was very important. And uh, uh, nothing says character development like a fresh hairdo in anime. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's true that's kind of it's always
1: like you can see like his face more right it's always yeah. like the, the 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 final glow up is like you know oh the hair gets pulled back a little bit you can see the forehead you can see the eyes you, he does not hiding himself uh behind like some kind of like wall of hair yeah So, and he cleaned nice. himself up pretty good too so got some nice some nice dudes so yeah all right uh, so uh before we move on to the top half of our anime ranking board uh we're gonna do another we power minute segment uh so go ahead lance take it
0: away all right so um let's see uh i actually still have some uh questions from our instagram if you have any questions for the we power hour uh feel free to ask us on any of our social media I also have a Q and A um, up on our Instagram, so feel free to plug in questions there. We will be happy to answer any questions you might have, be it anime, manga, or just personal questions for us. Um, let's see. Uh, next question for our Weave Power Minute. Um, this one is from Shy Aloha. If you could interview one anime character on your podcast, who would it be?
2: Ooh, that's kind of an
0: interesting one. Interview one character on your podcast.
1: Should we like try to do just the current season or should we just do like a, a wider scope?
0: Let's see. We can try a more wider scope if you have uh, someone in particular in mind who uh, is not part of the season. Actually, I don't have a notion, like outside of the season.
1: I the, the when you read the question, the first person that that popped into my head was uh Sinku. I'm actually like...
0: Oh, that would be a good one, yeah.
1: I, I just like hearing him talk. So it's just kind of like... I, I feel like I'm just going to like go online and just grab like a whole bunch of like science questions that I just don't even care to know the answer of. But I'm going to bring it to the interview and I'm going to ask him those questions and then he'll go off on me 10 billion percent. And then I was like, that's cool, dude. I like I learned a lot and I didn't even like care to learn it. I just like hearing him explain stuff um i think it's one of those things where i always enjoy people being passionate about something they love and even if i'm not interested in it because they're so passionate about it it's interesting to hear them talk about it
0: and uh Senku is uh, easily uh one of those kind of guys yeah and not just that but i feel like when he uh he has no problem teaching people about things and he never says uh he never teaches in a way that like puts down the listener for being like not at his level he always talks in a way that's like okay i understand that this is you wouldn't have no grasp of this so let me explain it you know respectfully and in the best way possible and i really like that about him he's very respectful about other people's Mm. intelligence
1: yeah he's he's nurturing he's just like oh okay you don't understand it's like okay well let me put it in a way for you to understand yeah um, because i can't blame you for the like the lack of intelligence that you have is like i understand like not everyone can get the same uh type yeah, of environment so to let be that me intelligent explain
0: this in like a way that i know you would um get it he- he's very yeah. yeah he's already just he's a cool guy just he's a cool general. guy definitely good good boy um, uh, For me i would say uh you know honestly i wouldn't mind having me Mi on the podcast because she's I think in a similar vein to Senku is that she is very respectful when she's sharing her ideas, and she has a lot to um, share about. Um, I feel like she would contribute a lot about like understanding characters and their motives. Like when we dive, like deep dive into like these episode analyses, I feel like she would have a lot to contribute. Just as like, and not just that, but she's a weeb, or at least she <laughs> she she loves video games, so she would like have from like a gamer standpoint. <laughs> Like I can imagine, like her video game commentary would be like really, uh, it would have a lot of synergy with like our energy. So, yeah. <laughs> like if I had to pick, I from this season, I think she'd be a pretty good choice.
2: I was thinking, like, I kind of in my head changed this question up a little bit. Like, I was thinking, like, who would I want as a guest on the We Power Hour and interview them? And that's like the way I was thinking about it. But after seeing oh, that, looks too. This week's episode, like having Toto as a guest on the We Power Hour, would be so funny. Like he'd just go off about like what kind of women are you into, and then like us boys right here be like, mm. and mm. then you know we'll, Jennifer we'll like, Lawrence, you know <laughs> he'll be like, since he were he, he's on an anime like podcast, we'll be like, all right, so like what anime like girl do you yeah. like the best or some shit, and then we'll you know like be critical about it, and he'll be like actually criti- critically think and be like, oh you know I totally understand you, bro.
5: You answer wrong and best
2: die <laughs> but you know because we're like in a you know in a cool podcast environment hopefully there won't be any violence you
1: know? nah and then, you know, nah be- you say you say you say the wrong thing is like oh I actually like this idol he's gonna be like fuck it, I'm gonna fuck you up Kai and then he'll yeah, just but- fucking oh, first kiss you dude. He'll be like
0: uh, now I have to kill you
1: yeah <laughs> and then he'll just kiss you to death
0: that's a good choice, yeah. I like that one, yeah.
1: I, I yeah, he would he would really bring up the the energy tenfold. It's like <laughs> there's no like there's no like dead air or just like any boring moments because he's just gonna be fucking yelling the entire time.
5: Um, I agree with Lance with the Hinami, but I would want her to just like roast me so I know what to do better.
0: I'm sure she would <laughs> have input for that too. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> she definitely she start with us and then we like move on to the anime. Like <laughs> hypothetically, do want to
2: Kirito, uh, Kai? I feel like the conversations with Kirito would be really interesting, but I feel like I wouldn't want to have a one-on-one with Kirito. Though. I feel like why because it starts no, to, I think I to it. you. Yeah. No, because like I feel like his story, like his experiences, are so different. Like I would honestly be more inclined to, like, hear, like, the other side characters, like, story, like, interview them and their experience in Florida, like, Mm. like, Leafa and her, like, not Leafa, fuck, Elizabeth, and, you know, how she had, like, a blacksmith store and, like, you know, the interaction she's kind of, she's had or, like, you know, like, how she got the funds to make the store or, like, like, um, Igiru, the, the black dude and how he has, you know, he has, like, information shop slash, like, black, like, Weapon shop and like those kind of human interaction, I would want to know about like what happened in Sword Art Online. Personally, but I right, mean, of all told- the
0: characters, I'd rather interview Klein because then he'd be able to tell me everything that he did in the first season because we didn't get to touch on anything his party did. And I feel like he's a much more interesting character in Kirito. And I'm, gonna just,
2: just stop yeah, there. that too, you know, <laughs> Klein too, like you know, just. <laughs> Yeah, but Kirito, we know what happened to Kirito's store. You know, we like know about it. I, I, don't, I don't like... It. I'm not interested in it.
1: Uh, I think that's it. I think we're yeah. good. Okay. okay. Next question. Next Wait, question. let uh, me just say something. Yeah.
4: I watched... Um, with Matt recently. And I would want to see Simon on the podcast. <laughs> the giant fucking... Russian Russian Russia, yeah. Russia. yeah. Russia. <laughs>
2: That's
4: all <laughs> I'd want to see voice, him Voice
3: man <laughs> <laughs>
2: Yeah He just shill about his fucking restaurant, dude. <laughs>
0: That's enough for me. All right. So next question, um this one is from Shining with Shy. She asks, can you recommend a good anime for someone who's just getting into anime? Um, again, there's actually another one that we answered in our first podcast. Um, uh, I remember like, my answer was like, um, actually, I think I said Naruto. Um, if I could go <laughs> back and change that i think there's yeah that was a little bit too basic but actually my honestly i feel like basic is a good recommendation to start people with because it it really introduces you to like the tropes and like what to expect from anime going forward but i think um a better choice um for like the modern uh anime viewer would actually be um uh, especially because of its success it would be demon slayer I think that'd be mm. uh, a really, really good first choice, especially for like, someone who's interested in like action in particular, would be um, a great first anime. Um, Avery, you didn't get to answer this question with us before. Do you have a recommendation for a good starting anime? got three words for you baby
2: oh damn it god no tower of god
5: tower of god (laughs) tower of god God.
1: and there
4: goes the meme if i'm (laughs) I'm being earnest though i got a few right (laughs) i haven't seen (laughs) it sadly
0: avery being earnest
4: (laughs) full metal brotherhood it's pretty fucking solid if you like action Mm -hmm. um Hell, I'd just leave it at that, honestly. But <laughs> <laughs> that's he did. you know, you got like my hero and stuff like that. They they're honestly awesome ways to just get into it. For like just pure action that's going on. I could just look around my room, but it looks like I just have full metal stuff around me, so um <laughs> Really, yeah, that that was my first show coming into anime. It was the the original um, anime rendition of Full Metal, which was okay. It was a twenty four episode thing because they had to do it like that. But the the Brotherhood one, it's like it's so good at world building. It's so good at like developing characters and showing their feelings and emotions. Um, I'm pretty sure on my anime list too. It's probably way up there in the top. Yeah. I don't know. It's how many. like top
1: top 10 i actually actually i think it actually hits number one on my anime list as the most rated show i believe
4: it i mean yeah it's just it's too fucking good it's almost perfect all the way i wish they continued it in like uh mushishi style with um edward in in words there where he like doesn't really have powers but he's just sort of exploring the world that'd be kind of cool yeah yeah Uh, that'd be my show and tower of god don't watch tower of God. god (laughs) yeah you haven't
1: even watched it Uh, I'll never watch it don't watch I don't remember yeah don't watch it I don't remember if I said this in the first episode because I do remember we did talk about this um but uh the anime that popped into my head was a a place farther than the universe or further than the universe I think that one is like uh, like you guys are hitting on action and stuff like that I think that one hits you in the fuse and just Mm -hmm. like the slice of life of it of that aspect you can really put yourself in their shoes and feel like man that's that's the kind of life i should have lived or like that's the kind of mentality i should have had when i was younger and stuff like that the way they hit the feeling of wanting to explore outside of your bubble and like every obstacle that gets in your way to stop you from uh getting to that goal because life is like that and uh the way all the girls like uh overcame all of that and beat the odds to go to antarctica like they're fucking high schoolers and they were so somehow able to get to that trip to antarctica uh was uh very like it, it hits you in so many levels that like it's like honestly like like if you want to get into uh that kind of genre slice of life uh that's like that's the one to get you in there
4: oh you made me think of more animes <laughs> cowboy bebop fucking oh, yeah. banger if you haven't seen that show before watch it it's short it's sweet it's to the point um if you want some real depressing shit welcome to then hk i'll never watch it again it's only a one time show for me i hate that show but it's a very very good show
3: and it's sad <laughs> it <is> depressing. <laughs> got a
4: lot of feelings going on here yeah but yeah th- those would be my three just right when he started talking about like emotional shit i'm like fucking nhk god (laughs) Uh,
1: okay cool that uh was our we power minute segment uh again please 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 send us as many questions as you possibly can on our social media even in the comments uh down on the like youtube or any of the podcasting apps that you're listening this on um we would oh, we'll collect all these questions and then we'll try to answer as many as we can uh, in any of our episodes. So but let's try to finish off this anime board. Um, so we're gonna continue with number five uh, Mushoko Tensei, uh, job his reincarnation, drop two spots down from the third spot. Uh, looking at everyone's vote chart, Kai first place, Lance sixth place uh matt was also at sixth place i was at third and avery was at a cool fifth place uh so we'll hit with matt first uh let's hear why you didn't like it as much as the other anime this week
5: um i don't know it was it, it was a good i, I liked it it's just i didn't like it as much as the other five that i ranked above it Bullshit.
0: same with you lance you were also at sixth place yeah this wasn't really um uh, so much like it deserves to be sixth place the sixth place sounds like you know it's like uh, uh dirty yeah like it's you did it dirty dude worse than, the, oh, fifth worse place, than that sorry. yeah but um but you know uh, it was good episode. Yeah. i thought it was perfectly uh, as good quality as like the previous episode um what was the difference between this episode and the other one with th- which i think i gave like second or third place like it was really up there um I think it was just Roxy, like, her charisma really made the last episode, but otherwise, like, this was just another great uh, episode for uh, Rudy.
1: All right, time to let the dogs out. Kai's ready to, <laughs> ready to rock and roll, Kai. Okay? Let's let's hear it.
2: I don't know why you guys have this as sixth and fifth. Like, I opened this sheet, and I was absolutely shocked. Like, I get that the other animes are pretty good this week, too, but, like have you seen the art for this episode it was so good like when they're like running through the wheat fields like how le- well that it was animated when she- mm, yeah
1: were- and that was cg too
2: yeah but it was so clean it was so good yeah, it
4: was clean yeah it was pretty yeah
2: When he was walking
4: around the forest by himself too Mm
2: -hmm. Like when he was
4: first going outside That shit was fucking nice It was
2: so pretty like compared to All the animes that happened this week I don't think there was anyone that's The animation like was prettier than like Mushoku Tensei
1: Yeah that's why I gotta give studio Buying his As props like I I feel like I'm gonna say this every week But for (laughs) a first Time studio to like To come out with this Like you are setting the bar so high For yourself that like you're pretty much like you're you're pretty much like digging your graves really early by coming out with a banger like i can't believe this is the first anime they've ever done as a studio so but yeah continue kai it looks okay. like you got way more to say
2: oh yeah dude i, I dude like okay from the first off like the dude the uh, rudy is like I'm, I'm i'm gonna go outside dude i'm gonna go around you know go adventuring and this is like a huge difference from like the previous episode where you could all tell that he was afraid of other people and you know because of uh what's her face what's her name again yeah roxy you know he's not afraid of going outside and he just goes out and then you know we go adventuring seeing like what this world has to offer and um one thing that i kind of felt was jarring was you know he was like ugly bastard like three episodes ago and now like of course you know it's like been four or five years now maybe six i don't know how old he is but around there five six yeah like
4: no
1: he's ten right yeah
2: he's either ten or five because they have birthdays every
4: five
1: years so So i think he had another birthday he didn't have a he didn't have another birthday he's only had one yeah yeah
2: so yeah. he's probably, like, five he's or six, right? Five or six. Probably
1: six, seven, so, yeah, somewhere around that ballpark. It's been, right? it's been like, a year or so since Roxy left, I believe. Oh, it has? Okay. Yeah.
2: yeah. But, like, his character growth from ugly bastard who was always being bullied to, like, be able to, you know, stop people from being bullied is, like, I don't know, great character development. It also kind of felt jarring because it was, like, hey, you were just an ugly bastard that was getting bullied all the time. Like, like how'd you, like you know overcome that overcome that so well and so fast to the point that you can like you know defend people but at the same time it's like really good you know that he's able to do that um I really liked how ambiguous the sylph Sophie? Yeah, <laughs> Sophie was like I, I'm pretty sure. Sophie, you can go. Is this a guy? Is this a girl? Like, <laughs> yeah. Because I feel like Lance <laughs> yeah, every time know. there's always a gender like,
0: ambiguous person. Lance Are you just a boy like, or girl? Are ah, they about know, to like, like, a fucking uh, Hello, do, Professor Oak. How does he, he know? Long, long John,
1: Lance. <laughs> like literally every anime we've all watched together, <laughs> and there's some ambiguous-looking pretty boy. You're like, girl boy
2: but i look. have a boner Man.
1: like that's you every single time
2: but for the most part <laughs> like every time lance feels that way i could usually tell oh this is like you know a ver- it's this is a you know a boy or this is a girl like i could always tell from the start but sophie i could not figure it out like yeah she has a girl voice like you know female voice actor and all but like it could have been a heat, like honestly, like I wouldn't have surprised. I... And it got me guessing. Oh man, is there gonna be a moment where, you know, they're gonna have to like undress, and he's gonna be like, oh no! And it literally and ab- yes, they did. Like, it, it did. Like that's what I like about this anime. Like it has that. Like is it could it be? Is it gonna do that thing?
0: And it no does. This anime goes there. Whatever you're yeah. thinking, what, what would be like the best thing they could do they have done it every single episode. So I'm like really impressed with like the writing. Like yeah. It's so, they and push the envelope. They do
2: it so, and make it in such a funny way. But I gotta um, say,
4: I, I don't agree with the whole, <laughs> is this a boy? Is this a girl thing?
2: <laughs> what do you mean? What do you mean? You don't agree.
4: You were certain that I, you knew the gender. Okay. At first I'm watching with Plinchy and she's like, dude, that's a girl. And I'm like, yeah, probably. And then he starts talking and talking like, man, this, this boy is real pretty. (laughs) This is one pretty boy. (laughs) If there was ever a pretty boy, it'd be this boy. That is a boy. And I'm like, huh? probably a girl now huh <laughs> but, but that, that but- shock factor scene at the bath mm-hmm. yeah i was like oh my god don't do it oh god don't do it
0: oh god no, <laughs> no oh, actually, yeah, he had, did it. full on, on rudy know. dick <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> right there. i
0: didn't
3: expect that <laughs>
1: I like his innuendos about like his dick too, where he was just like, "Oh, you don't want to show like your black saber? Like what's going on?" Like, <laughs> yeah. it doesn't yeah, even I have was, to be the black
0: that. Ex- Shit, excruciator. He <laughs> huh? can just be like, a little short sort of fun. <laughs> yeah,
1: he used that too. Yeah, like I, I like, like he's still. I mean, he's still pretty much like us, right? Like yeah. he like he yeah. makes these like stupid memes and and like sexual jokes, but he's he's in a body of a six year old, so
0: you know and it's, I
2: it's could, so I, funny <laughs> i <laughs> could tell funny.
0: if the boy was if self was a boy or a girl because the way that um rudy delivers his monologues like it's not just you know like playing with oh is this a boy or a girl it's developing his character too because oh definitely that's something yeah. that he's um that's something that he it revealed like more of his insecurities that like oh he's like checking out like this young boy he's like oh this boy's gonna be a total looker he's uh he's gonna have girls swarm him unlike me i would never you know in my past life i'd never be that kind of guy i'm like this dude he's so lucky so i i really like that that they they like again they like accomplish two things with that um they're trying to like kind of fake you out with the gender but also um you know this is um, into the mind of what rudy thinks
1: yeah he still has insecurities about himself
0: yeah so
2: and so i'd like to continue on about how great this anime is (laughs) and and like the fact when he when the dad was like just angry dude it's such a relatable thing though you know, as a little kid, you know, you did something which you thought was good, you know, and your pro- your parents probably told you if this happens, do this, and you know, but your parents, you know, are just misunderstanding, yelling at you. You're tr- trying to explain, but not, you know, nothing's going through. And I wish I could have been like Rudy and just be like, just drop the facts down and just, just... like tear, you know, your parents yeah. a new one, you know, be like, throw
1: that tomato can back at them. Just get backhanded,
4: slapped by your dad.
2: (laughs) But, like, he does it so well. And then I liked how, like, in a lot of animes, like, the dad is just, you know, a joke character. A, com- a comedic character but you know like this dad's like a real dad who's you know facing real you know not daddy issues but you know dad issues like yeah he's like oh man i came yeah. off too strong oh man i fucked up like man my dad was like this to me man i'm just following my footsteps yeah. on my shitty yeah. parent and he's like you know actually depressed about it and then you know when he on the whole the The dick incident happens, you know, you know, he's having like a heart to heart with his son and he's thinking about it, you know, he's just (laughs) like, okay, I can't, you know, I don't want to come off too strong, you know, I have to be the supportive father that, you know, so that that wasn't there for me, but I can be there for my son. And I thought that was really cool.
4: Yeah. he was his wingman too afterwards he's like shit wait
2: a minute like, he's am I being a wingman of my
0: 5 year old kid <laughs> yeah. well
1: he said it himself right the grey rats uh, has like the womanizing traits inside of them so it's not like uh he just pulled it out nowhere to be a wingman he's just like i know he's my there. son <laughs> yeah he, sooner sooner later he also wants to like fucking do the nasty so yeah, yeah, I'll I'll ladies right h6 too man yeah well, but help. uh yeah you did Sorry. bring up a good point about that
2: <laughs> at the end Sophie is just you know like you know that's cool you know that happened let's forget about it let's just you know continue being friends you know and how is this not voted first place of the week I'm blown away. Please explain to me. All right, I think
1: it's I think it's the impact the other ones have. I think, if anything, the one above it, uh, Doctor Stone, I can see that overtaking it. But the other ones, I think, had. Uh, a lot more firepower than it did in this one i think this one's like very more like down to earth slice of life so like the impact wasn't as strong look don't fucking wave your head at me i voted at <laughs> third place so i i'm up there with you dude i like i love this episode and like lance lance said it earlier like i believe last week that he wanted to see more dad development like he loved the dad the dad was funny and you like you said you saw him as a joke character right because he like he he yeah he's a dad he just makes he just has sex all the time and he shoves swords down his throat kind of thing but <laughs> yeah but you saw the insecurities that he has you know as a parent like you know like most parents just have troubled kids right and all you have to do is discipline them and tell them not to do that but the fact that rudy is so well advanced beyond his years because he's a fucking 35 year old uh neat inside of him but he's like way well too mature and it's hard for him to really like understand how to parent that because you don't really parent it the same way you do as like an actual seven-year-old so for him to have that development actually try to understand like oh i kind of had to treat rudy as like an actual adult because he acts like an adult but uh th- when he finally like like when when he was yelling at him he's like damn i really wish he got in trouble like you can really tell like he kind of just wants that moment to be a parent and he hasn't had that like the past six years because yeah there's nothing wrong with rudy like he he's well behaved he doesn't cry he you know he's very well mannered he just has like a weird perverted problem with stealing roxy's underwear you know but that's 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 nothing you know so like that i think that's the beauty of this episode but if you're talking about like like firepower punch it's not going to be as you know fire punch like as re-zero or horimiya or neverland
4: if all of you guys ever live together, make sure to check under Peter's bed for your underwear. That's
0: all I got from that. Oh, we don't even have to live together. I already have everyone's underwear. <laughs> no, you just bring put some frames them and puts his holy relics up on the wall. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I love Rudy. He's like he found my holy relic. <laughs> He's referring to Frosty. Yeah, he stole. That was great. Yeah, he, the had an
4: awesome development this episode, though. Yeah.
0: Yep. This is definitely the dad's like shining episode. Sixth place. Fifth place.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Alright, we're going to move on before this dog just starts giving out more, uh, more bite. Uh, moving on to the fourth spot, uh, Dr. Stone. Uh, it was fourth place last week as well. Uh, looking at everyone's vote charts. Kai, fifth place. Lance is second. I'm at fifth as well. Uh, Matt is at fourth, and Avery is at third place. So we'll hit with Lance. He's the high point man at second place. Uh, what did you like about this week's episode of Dr. Stone?
0: I like getting to know Tsukasa's um, underlings. I thought, um, I, I well, one, I, I really like Dick-Sucking-Lip Girl now. Um, she's Homura? actually kind of interesting. Yeah. Um, that's so she's like the the spy or like the scout for the group um i thought her conflict with uh senku and senku outsmarting her uh even Mm -hmm. though she's like just physically like uh vastly superior to anyone in his group um he was still able to like outmaneuver her and i i really liked um magma chrome and um gen's group too um when they planted the cell phone for taiji and uh you finally, like, established connection between Taiji and um, uh, Yuzuriha with Senku's group. But Like, this was just a good episode for me. Like, I really enjoyed, like, the entire ride. I was just, like, I was pretty much, like, practically clapping the whole episode from, like, just how action-packed and... Um, uh, also, like, fighting Archer Boy, I thought he was interesting, too, that he has, like, really sharp hearing. hearing. yeah Yeah. i thought it was an interesting opponent to fight someone who's a marksman and then you can hear whatever you're doing so yeah it was a exciting episode like at like the edge of my seat the whole time
1: all right i gotta let the dogs out again dude uh kai Kai is salivating at the mouth at fifth place here and he's shaking his head the entire time do you actually have a point to make or you just hate the fact that you put a second
2: I don't have that much of a point to make. But personally, I think it's more of like a world-building episode. Like, that's what it felt like for me. It's like, you know, yeah. laying the background information about what's to come.
1: Yeah, they're preparing.
2: Yeah, it's a good preparation episode. That's all I got to say.
1: <laughs> all right. Uh, how, about, how about you, Avery? What do you like about this week's episode, Dr. Stone? Um, I like the robot sink who came
4: back. Just getting yeah. him right up in the business all over again. This is what a fucking flash bomb is. Boys. Thank you. Yeah. Um the the tracking portion was also super fun, I would think. Like how the, the pinching worked and how they put it all together. He's like, information warfare, information warfare. I'm like, yep, yep. And then they set up the the proxy. Um uh what the hell is it called? They almost antenna. called it a satellite. Yeah, antenna. I was like, yeah, fuck them <laughs> up. They fucking they tea chopped down that tree, and they should have killed her personally. But you know, whatever. (laughs) Um, But the the way that they explain concepts and the way that they do like mass detailing in this show is how I, you know, sort of wish the um, design by show was in the sense where the animals get like the the lower light, and there isn't much use of back and forth thing like if they just change that they put it off to the side and they didn't talk about it that much until the animal actually came out and then they start having those mini conversations i think that would have been good and like mm. using it as a talking point even and and how they do it like that i appreciate reason i mean uh, oops i appreciate dr <laughs> stone for
1: that <laughs> I think I think you're right on that. I think it's just like if you want that to happen, the setting has to be different. Like totally, the, yeah.
4: it It's fucked that they're like God's console essentially. They can't do shit about it.
1: They're, they're fucked. Yeah, that's right. Know? Yeah, <laughs> so it's, just a, it's a basic nine to five office work job where it's just like yeah. Doctor Stone is like, like it's literally like one a, of those, like survival. Uh,
4: water, those water bins, and they all walk around it during their break.
1: Oh no. <laughs> Here we go. Um but yeah, great great episode, Dr. Stone. Like you said, Kai, it's a lot of world building. It's like that that's 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 why like this should have happened in season one where like we were finishing this this war and finishing this arc. You're supposed to like see the rest of these characters and uh the fact that like you guys had time to digest everything isn't like it's still good, but is isn't very helpful where I feel like if like if it was all happening in that first season you'd be like oh shit! okay who's that guy okay oh shit, who's who's that girl and like there's all this time to like uh like hit you with all these like things happening and you don't have time to process it but like you process everything now you probably theorized uh any possible way this war could uh could start or end and it's like uh that the time gap in between the seasons might have hurt it a little bit in terms of impact so uh because like like Lance said, like these characters are very interesting. And the, when I was reading it in the manga, I was like, "Holy shit, there's this guy. Oh shit, there's this guy." And it's like, "Oh, wh- what does this guy do?" Like, it's like I didn't have enough time to like really process it because they were like really trying to uh, shove down more characters into my throat, which is a uh, uh, what Doctor Stone does—just fucking so many characters to try to remember. So, all right, <laughs> fucking move on uh so we're into the top three coming in at number number three, uh Rezero season two part two uh jumped at one spot from the fourth place last week. Uh, looking at everyone's votes. uh Kai and Lance, fourth place with Avery, and then me and Matt is at first place. So we're here with Matt first. uh what uh did you like about Rezero this week?
5: Uh, I just like the Garth backstory and like just his character is just in general. I like him as a character now. Like before he was just this angry asshole. Now he's like just a misunderstood an asshole.
4: asshole.
1: <laughs> yeah. Dead on.
5: Uh,
1: I I'm the complete opposite of you. I actually think Subaru's character was the best part about this show. I think it's just the fact that like like, he, I, I think the power, like, he finally got something to use yeah. uh, to, to battle with. I honestly couldn't care less about Garfield's backstory. I think that was kind of weak. Just the the fact that, like, his sister told him something different and that changed his mindset for the rest of his life and for him to be an asshole and trapped all these villagers because of one thing that's been told when he was a baby that that that's still i can't get over the fact that like he was like literally like a fucking fetus and his sister <laughs> told him something and then he was so somehow able to process that and then uh over the years warped that ideal into who he was into a 14 year old i was like didn't he that's find so
5: much didn't he find what? the carriage later like when he was a little older
1: yeah yeah but that's but but he was already at that mindset like his mom left for for happiness where it's just like like I don't know like I still don't understand what the sister told him to get to that point where it's like oh mom wanted to leave us because she wasn't happy with us I'm like you were a fucking you were fucking like six months old dude you're still probably sucking tit out of that that mama mama milk <laughs> like I don't understand like where you're getting this process from so like
4: being the what? older brother and like overarching in front of your uh, your little brother's like nursery and be like mom doesn't love you because
1: <laughs> that's <laughs> basically
3: what
4: happened yeah. is that what
1: happened to you <laughs> so that's very specific um but yeah like no i comment. just i don't know like that's that to me seemed kind of un- unrealistic i don't know how much like Frederica like had a hand in telling him that their mom didn't love him or anything like that but then that doesn't make sense to me either because federica doesn't seem like the type of girl that would do that to her brother it seems like she she dotes on him a lot and the idea that she lied to him to get him to think that their mother didn't love him like and then he went off and like trapped all these people in a sanctuary and federica didn't want to have anything that like I don't know. It was just it was just very confusing. It just very felt like it was like it was patchwork to me, so uh anyone else?
0: Yeah, I wasn't like a big fan of Garfield's backstory. Um as far as him being like he's kind of like the the gatekeeper that is like fueling this the entire conflict of the second season that uh he's constantly getting in the way of Subaru like escaping from the sanctuary so they can move on with the story and you know his excuse for that why he's doing that is oh my mom didn't love me so now i'm a big yeah. asshole i was like I hate oh, it. Man, he, dude
1: he he Come stopped on. the fucking plot development for like a uh, season and like a couple episodes exactly. like that's like and now all worst. of
0: a sudden he's like the biggest bro ever like he has like that information <laughs> that the mom loved him and all of a sudden boom like subaru man you and me were broskies. I'm like, I like his character <laughs> now, though. Like yeah. what he's going to turn into. I think he's yeah. going to turn into like I'm a happy huge meme where he is now. But I didn't it like his the so whole long. reasoning.
3: It
0: yeah, it took so to way get too get long. You. This should have been. I, I know that this is like Subaru's like on the warpath right now. Like he's just batting home runs left and right, and this is just another big home run for him that he's got Garfield on his side now, but. Like, I don't think it was necessary for it to take this long to get Garfield on his side. Um, but you know, moving on from that, I feel like that's. Uh, I feel like the real meat of this was, um, Emilia stepping up, and then also Subaru stepping up too. Um, I I, I clapped when like he was able to manifest this luck. I think that was like hinted at, in like previous seasons that um were um maybe like near the end of last season that um uh peto like could smell like he has like affinity yep. with like witches curses and now that he's killed yeah Petogius, he has basically inherited his power so that gets me excited for like subaru is possibly mega man <laughs> and he's, just gonna be, he's just gonna take all the powers of these like uh, archbishops and just become uh actually a powerful character that'd be cool and it's a very I, slow process so i don't really mind that he has an op like affinity like that yeah who knows it doesn't feel like, like it he's too yeah yeah, yeah it doesn't it, seem like he has like a lot of control over it. it just instinctively protected him and he didn't really like know what he was doing yeah
1: it, and it doesn't feel like he's op right just because we we seen him lose so many times so it doesn't feel Overuse like the OP isekai character cause he's yeah. mean, like he's
0: pretty much a he's untouchable
1: deconstruction yeah. of of what a, a basic isekai character is he needs a cell phone now no <laughs> <laughs> alright
5: <laughs> right, another thing anything
1: else
5: yeah uh, uh, like you know, Garf's and Super's relationship now it kinda reminds me of when I first met Avery and he is to call me boss he, he would call <laughs> me <a> flame lord <laughs>
4: I remember that actually. Yeah, Runescape
2: was a
1: wild times, man. Yeah. Okay, we gotta move on. We gotta (laughs) fucking move on. All right. Anything else on Rezero?
2: Can I just vent my frustration that this whole season was about his mom not loving him, and I can't believe like, like the first, like the first, like you know, arc of Rezero was so good. You know, like him keep dying, keeps returning. He's like, what the fuck's going on? Meets this fucked up Beetlejuice Be- 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 Beetlejuice guy. And you know I'm I like, like how you like, try
1: to fix your what you said, <laughs> but he's just, just like, like Beetlejuice I again.
2: Up. I fucking gave <laughs> up. But like, you know, he's all weird and shit. There's conflict. There's action in every episode. You know, things going on. There's the story moving. But then just because this guy and his mom he thought his mom didn't love him. Like we've been endless eight like for so long and it's I'm glad it's over and shit but like was this really necessary? Like was
1: it? I think it was necessary. I just didn't think it should have been dragged on for so long. Oh, yeah, like super really took a very long time to figure out everything that happened. He's he's kind of like me in puzzle games where like I I literally take like 2 weeks to figure out the like the first puzzle of the game kind of thing, but when I finally figure it out Fucking genius, dude. So,
4: uh,
1: but can yeah, my but
4: intelligence that, is alarming.
1: Yeah, it is alarming to, you know, to put me down. Uh, uh but I got yeah, a theory so, for you. Yeah. What if every time
4: Garfield is mad, it's on a Monday? Let's just, <laughs> let's just have that sink in, right? He goes back in time after he dies. When does he get mad again? On a Monday. Yeah, he's gonna have lasagna on that day, too. Yep i fucking hate him <laughs> he's a good character don't don't get me wrong but yeah i, I agree with you he's guys he's a good She's, character for a shitty character he he has a good reason to fucking hold everyone back for so long because he's a fucking eighth grader
0: man like it makes I know, sense once you, said you know 14, i feel like that was that was like the author like, saying oh he's just got gotcha bitch yeah <laughs> it's
1: justified all right uh Okay, before we move on, I actually
0: have to pee, so I got to okay, pull I'll a i fucking shit. I'll, right, yeah, I'll, I'll, p- I'll, I'll pee as well. Maybe I'm going to pee too. Right, <laughs> Maybe get more all, coffee you know, as I pee.
2: We got to cross our <laughs> streams together, remember? You know, cross the <laughs> <No>, streams.
0: <laughs> no, never cross the streams. I had a UTI one time. It was when I went camping with Caitlin's uh, family. always so us, oh, all camping. That's yeah. right. It was like downpouring and then we we're, we were trying to sleep at like past midnight already so it was pitch black. And it was downpouring so I couldn't get outside the tent to pee because if I opened up the door, uh, or the, the tent door then you know rain would flood in and like hit everyone in the tent. So I just sat there and I laid and I contemplated my life for about six hours <laughs> until sun came up and it stopped raining finally. And uh, I found out the next day that I had a, a urinary tract infection, so that was fun.
4: You know how tents have like the the mesh on the side? It should have just pissed out through <laughs> that
3: and prayed that it didn't come back in. Pray <laughs> it, it had like, a strong like, wind, gusted and <laughs>
0: slide back in. <laughs>
4: Just cut a little hole open if you're really feeling like uh, this takes, might not go all the way through.
0: cut into the tent <laughs> yeah.
4: uh, why, why Are you gonna make oh a
1: glory hole in the tent? Like, what, what are you doing? <laughs> you gotta do what you gotta do. <laughs> you, you, you might you, you sit there and contemplate life if that's
0: your like, fucking idea. You pee woken outside.
1: I'm like, I gotta pee. <laughs> <laughs> she just peed guys,
0: on them. I know. Like looking back, I should just been like, guys, sorry, I got fucking pee. You guys are gonna get drenched. I'm sorry. <laughs> Uh, I should just, I should just peed in the tent. They would thought it was like you should just pee on them. Awful rain. Shit. Yeah, there's a leak in the fucking tent, so, dude. Why is the rain fucking hot?
1: Yeah. <laughs> why is it so like asparagus in here? It's like, don't worry about it. This rain is very, very or raunchy.
4: Bear grills, better yet. Just just drink be into your own (laughs) mouth.
0: That's what that's what I'm like always thinking. Oh god, the room is filling up with water, we're gonna drown. Just fucking drink the water, idiot. (laughs) (laughs) Shit. Save yourself, you idiot.
1: How do I how do I cut this out? I can't cut it out.
4: I how we involve global warming. Yeah. Oh (laughs) god.
1: (laughs) Alright.
0: Just eat all the cow poops so that they stop making methane. <laughs> we need thinkers
4: like you. The FBI wants to make your location. thinkers like you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Alright. We're gonna move on. Uh, moving on to the second place. Uh, drop down from first place spot uh, last week. Promise Neverland Season 2. Uh, looking at everyone's vote chart. Uh kai matt and avery at second place lance at third place and i am at fourth place so uh what did you guys think about this week's episode of promised neverland
4: hey don't back up like that you voted fourth
0: yeah yeah i want to hear you (laughs) yeah you first but you know it's tricky for peter because (laughs) he's read it already Yeah, that's that's why There's there's
1: no point I can't say anything (sighs) without incriminating myself That I already know what's gonna happen And I thought I got him Yeah, you thought you did
5: When I saw the help me thing, I thought Is this gonna be some jigsaw shit that Minerva's gonna pull off?
0: (laughs) 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 Shit, that's a good assumption actually (laughs) That's That's actually pretty good Hello Yeah
1: (laughs) Is this a theory theory. or is this a prediction?
5: No, just me thinking Uh, I'm not gonna put it on the
0: board Oh, okay damn but then you're right i wonder but then you're right you lose
1: (laughs) out on that point that imaginary point that doesn't mean anything
2: all right anyone else i'm just thinking like what could have happened that made it like the the the, who would have wrote to help me right that's what i'm thinking the whole time because like if william Minerva was living in that shelter for a while. Pretty sure he wouldn't have wrote it, right? And then, like, in the letter, he's like, oh, you know, due to circumstances, I I had to leave. No big deal. But, like, it almost seems like he left in a hurry. Because it was like, it was like, a, like, like what? Cookies, like, right? Or bu- cookies or muffins, or it looked like food that was, yeah, like, like, yeah, like, yeah, a there's drawing. this little tin. Yeah, like, you know, if he originally had the intention of, you know, just <laughs> leaving this place empty for somebody, like, why would there be, like, food and i think there was maybe a cup on the table as well i don't know if if i'm like yeah you're right yeah like yeah it it
1: was someone was in in there uh previously and they previously they
2: they left but Mm -hmm. why like was this after william minerva was there like left the place like like who wrote to help me and i'm like you know yeah, Did anyone David have any it.
1: theories about the payphone that's a uh, single uh, or oh, the only single furniture in the room
0: <laughs> Okay, guess not. Okay, no well, theories on okay, that. Okay, well, yeah. I, my my mind went blank. I was like, can you sit on a payphone cuz that's what furniture is, right? <laughs> but okay, okay, you're, you're asking like well, about is a it a lamp of furniture too? I don't know. Is that classified as furniture or is that decor? I think I'll it's like it, it of sure, If you have to pick,
4: yeah, if you had to pick between to... the two, I'd put it in furniture. But the appliance right. would
0: probably fit that better. Appliance, um, okay. The one appliance in the one room. I mean, the guy says William Minerva, so I have no idea why it wouldn't be him. <laughs> uh, yeah, I could see.
4: So, so when you say, well what are you trying to entice I guess out of the the pay like what do you do you think that it's like a trap like that kind of thing is what you're asking I'm, Peter I'm just I'm like just curious it, on theories because mm.
1: yeah I'm just curious on theories because you guys already had theories with the help me and the only other thing that was like really like to entice theories is the payphone. Like other than that, I mean, everything else is pretty standard, right? Like you get to see the shelter, you get to see like how it's, you know, used, how it's sustainable. You get to see the fields, the, the way it generates electricity, even uh, an escape route with the piano, right? Like uh, that's all things that's obvious with like a secret base. But the two things that stand out that don't seem normal is uh, the payphone and the help me uh, in that room. So I am just curious if you guys had more theories on top of the the jigsaw theory. I would say that
4: <clears throat> there's probably a good chance it was an intruder that wrote help me. Whether it's a demon or not, that's up to like the story to plot out. But the payphone, there's so many like back end things that they needed to do. They need the pen to begin with. If they didn't exactly. have that pen, they couldn't get there. So the kids a kid had to have gotten it. Someone from the farm had to have gotten it and get to that point. And they're probably being watched at that point, or at least William Minerva probably has a good idea who's entering it. Um, And then probably from there, I imagine, it's going to be an escape route. Like, this is only beacon one that you have to go to. Now you have to go to this location, and only I can tell you that. The pen has X code or whatever, and you got to do whatever more. But I imagine it's just like a, a checkpoint. Essentially,
2: the pen came from the researcher, right
1: so what had, so what had happened was Krone was at the research facility before she arrived at uh the 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 farm grace yeah. gracefield farm yeah. and then the one of the researchers dropped that pen and then she picked up that pen uh and then looked at it and then uh she left it for norman to have right? uh yeah. before she was executed and then norman left that for emma guys before he had to leave uh Gracefield farms as well yeah. so yeah that's the that's the exchange of hands uh with that pen is there a theory brewing inside your head right now? Or? Like, okay,
2: so I don't think the help me, if the help me person isn't William Minerva, I don't think the help me person got into the payphone room. And maybe like William Minerva was like, oh, there's an intruder in here. Send the goons. <laughs> <laughs> the, goons. the goons? And then the goons, the goons came in and she was like, help me. I don't know why it's a she, but it's like she was like, help me. And then she got like a gooned.
0: Wait, was there a skeleton at the bottom of uh, the help me sign or was there nothing there? They uh... See that. Probably
4: nothing? Okay, I,
0: I, I, I remember like... No s- one? Okay, I thought someone made like a comment like, oh, there's like a skeleton there, but um, yeah, I, got, I didn't yeah. see one, so I, I don't know if I can confirm that or not.
2: The episode just shows just too little.
4: Yeah, it really does. They're they're just giving you like the fucking Sherlock Holmes treatment essentially. Yeah. I I feel like Minerva's probably like an agent or something like that. How do you how do you live for so long and not get caught at that point? How are you not dead? Either that's like a recorded message or he's like a double agent or something. I I can't think of anything else that would push him that far, considering how Deeply um, analytic, all the demons were once someone escaped, you know?
5: Like the owl from Attack on Titan?
4: Yeah. More or less. Like that, yeah. I see a foot. No, yeah, those there's are pens. There's a skeleton there.
1: Okay. Oh. Cool. No, those are pens. Oh. It's what? Oh. Yeah. Pens?
4: Those are oh, pens. pens. <laughs> I thought it was a foot.
3: That wait, does but, look like wait, a foot. Play, oh, okay. I oh, <laughs> just zoomed Yeah. <laughs> Like
0: that would be my prediction for so this. Though. Weird
2: too. Like, well, is this <laughs> yeah. an American payphone?
1: <laughs> yeah, that's it. Could be sound. Yeah, no okay. skeleton. Okay, like, it was just pens or whatever to like I don't know help write on the wall. I guess. Oh, okay.
2: Like, the thing is, like that payphone is so American because Japanese payphones don't look like that at all. Hmm. and i oh, thought really? that, that like that Wait. caught my eye like first when i saw that payphone i was like wow that's so weird because it's so american <laughs> it would
4: be
0: a capitalist scum japanese oh. payphones
2: are green well and i know no, they're yeah. speaking
0: japanese but i don't consider like emma guys japanese yeah, um, yeah. no
4: yeah i mean they're test tube babies yeah i, mean, I guess they really can't yeah like, they it's don't just really have so weird
2: how country. detailed and you could tell yeah. it's like western like payphone like I I don't think a lot of Japanese people would have known that's like a a normal payphone in America or something, you know?
1: If it was in a red box, they know it would be a European payphone. That's true.
4: Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, maybe that gives backstory of Minerva. Where he's from. Hmm. Maybe. If he's from like America or something like that. Dirty American. I guess that would solidify it then. I, I would think he's probably yeah either dead or a double agent that'd be my guess
1: enough to put a prediction on the board
4: i mean if you'd allow it that'd be my prediction yeah, of course I'd, allow I'd, it. I'd lean more double agent he's probably alive that's why
1: okay so william minerva is a double agent i can get yeah. that confirmation from you okay
4: he should be dead that's why that dude should be big dead those demons are fucking sicko mode
2: <laughs> <laughs> on a side note uh, Sonju is gonna die next episode so
0: According well to I mean Lance better better hope so well you know um, with the reveal that that's like the the most important point for me this episode was um, uh, just what an interesting character Sonju is I don't even oh, feel yeah. like hmm. think of him as like a bad guy or a monster I just think of him as just a very fascinating character that um, yeah, definitely he, he's like he has like such a strong religious faith to not eat humans. But then he also wants to eat them. So he's looking for like a loophole for how it's okay for him to still be, uh, you know, be good on his faith while also being able to enjoy, you know, human meat. So he's, uh, yeah, I help these kids. I save their lives. I'm going to help them survive. My hope is that they're just going to, um, they're going to create offspring. And then those offspring are okay for me to eat. And is very just like matter of fact, like almost like he as if he was like observing chickens and like, oh, I can't eat this chicken, but it's eggs. I can eat the eggs. Mm-hmm. So yeah. he's just, Sonju is very interesting to me. Um, and I now don't think he's going to die because uh, I thought, you know, the best reason he would die is p- to be a martyr for his faith. But now that we have this side of him, I, I'm i not sure if we're going to re-see him again. It seems kind of like this is just just a fascinating character to think about just moving forward that we're going to leave behind.
4: Well, I mean, you might be right, right? Because he did murder those fucking those dog people, right? He stood his ground at the end of the episode, so... Yeah. There's probably a little bit more, at least.
2: I think there's going to be more, and he, I think... Because they hint, he hinted that he used to eat people.
0: Yeah. Because like, he cause he, he, yeah. he
2: says, like, I want to taste it again, you know? like Yeah,
0: like, he knows what it tastes like.
2: Yeah, so, like... Like, i don't know they gotta explain that right
0: i don't know maybe he's just gonna he doesn't he really seems like the kind of character who's not gonna hurt emma's group because he's gonna just wait for them to produce offspring so maybe he'll come back and protect them again but i don't really see him protecting because now he doesn't have like the high the moral high ground of being like the selfless character he's doing it selfishly
3: mm-hmm. yeah
0: so i don't know what to think of him um as far as his death now
1: all right that was a lot of a lot of good theories uh let's see if any of them uh, come to fruition at the end of the season so uh but moving on uh to the first place spot we're finally on the top of the mountain uh Mia finally took his spot back from last week uh at first place looking at everyone's voting charts uh kai third place Lance and Avery first place, I am at second place, and Matt is also at third place. Uh, so, uh, let's hit it with our rom-com aficionado, Lance, uh, and hear his thoughts on the third episode of Horemiya.
0: Is there nothing more wholesome than first-time handholding? Like, <laughs> I love that shit. I eat it for breakfast. When, oh my goodness, that was just so... So cute. The way they um and it wasn't like just this random thing like, oh me and Mura, let me hold your hand or let me uh compare our hand sizes. They were like talking about it like before. So it just felt very organic and that's the best compliment I can give for the show is that the relationship between Mir and uh Hori are is like just super, super just authentic and genuine and human. And when Oh, man, I, like, I get like chicken skin from how well they did that scene. It was like, oh, just a little like compare our hand sizes. And then his fingers fold over hers. And then he's and then they kind of like fuck around the topic. And it's like, oh, I, I like you, your hands. And then he's like, yeah, I feel the same way. I also just like you, Hori. And she's like, I know. Like, oh, man. That was good. Also, God. Remy, she's a shithead, but I like her too. She's fucking <laughs> funny. <laughs> she is just such a funny shithead. I think she's a good contender for shithead, actually, if she keeps this pace up.
1: All right. How about you, Avery? All right. We'll get to we'll get to you. We'll get to you. Because I know if I unleash a dog in you, you're just gonna go on a twenty minute Remy hate rant. So, uh, but let's hear uh, let's hear Avery first.
4: The storyboarding in this episode was so fucking good. Like how how each scene played out back and forth and back and forth, you know, getting the two the two brochochos perspectives and things like that. You <laughs> you get too much information. Tips. And you oh, get a little bros. bit more. Oh, sure. but that wasn't it, baby. There's this other shit going on too. The the way that they like piece it together was so eloquent like eloquently done that I just I was hooked on their development like just as characters right you don't need shit going on you need a fucking muke to come down and be like oh
3: shit it's the fucking
4: colossal titan or whatever you you have like these conversations going on with them they can go easily into like you know background information of what was happening etc and it was so i guess organic that they probably couldn't have done the pacing any better than how they did it then like, there just for go. that episode, the pacing was perfect. Like, I, I couldn't think of a better pace, um, scene between like their study session so far, at least from the shows that I've seen for, um, you know, rom com. If we could leave it at that, all right, Tyler,
1: to, to release the dogs, <laughs> go, go, Kai, fuck go. <laughs> go, Kai, go, <laughs> go. go. <laughs> <Fuck> that bitch,
3: go, <laughs> Kai,
2: uh, all right, Kai,
1: what did you think?
2: I honestly, like, like I don't know. Horimiya is good. Like, honestly, it's just a good show. Like, the art's good. Everything's just too good. But, like... But? Man, <laughs> yeah, I, but? I you
0: got butt coming.
2: Um, I don't know. I wish, there, like, this sh- show was more, like, Miyamura's perspective, personally. Like, I feel like a lot of the show is based off of Hori, uh, Horimiya, Hori's emotion and, like, how she feels about, like, Miyamura, but, like, Miyamura doesn't, I guess, like, they showed in this episode, he doesn't think that Hori likes her, so he's, like, super indifferent about it, and I guess it's good, but it's also kind of, like, I wish I could see more of what uh, Miyamura is thinking.
1: I mean, you're gonna get it. These, these mm. two are the main characters. Yeah. Everyone else is supporting characters to, like, their love, so... Yeah, you you will get more. I mean, this episode was pretty much a Miyamura episode where you can see insecurities of himself because he doesn't see himself as uh, good-looking or even boyfriend material or funny or any type of personality. He's just gloomy. Um, and the fact that, like, uh, he, uh, Hori can still, like, see him for who he is and still fall in love with him, and he can accept that, it's it's nice. You know how like most times when like someone comes up to you or like in that situation they will come up to that person and be like yeah I I really like you I think you're amazing and they'll be like oh no no that can't be like there's like this huge denial yeah. on their side that they can't believe it but like the fact that Miramura trusts Shuri uh, so much that he just like he can just accept it because he can trust that what she's saying is truthful mm-hmm. and that he will never like she would never lie to him and that bond that they have uh is becoming more unbreakable uh as the days pass by as they hang out with each other which is mean like they're not doing anything significant right they're just they're just being with each other but that is just enough for them so um but i think you're starting to see miyamura's character i think you're seeing both of their characters uh little by little outside of their relationships with each other right like Mm -hmm. you see you see miyamura with um was it uh toru right and you see like their argument you can see like their budding relationship is is starting to grow as well like uh used to be kind of like a pushover as a friend and he didn't think he was socially accepted but now he's willing to fight toru because he got pissed off like that's kind of like i know like arguments is like the big like oh no no for relationships but like those kind of arguments are needed to really like be truthful and be straightforward to one another and uh the fact that like it was a simple uh like conversation, but like Miyamura got angry about it and he was able to fight Toru and then like they can both be truthful to each other. Um you're gonna see that more often. It's just the the relationships with each other is uh is it's fascinating to watch. So And like uh yeah. The
5: the twenty minute mark right before the fight, they have this song. And if anyone can Tell me what that song is, (laughs) because it kind of reminds me of Better Off Alone, but it's not that song. It's a different EDM song.
1: Oh, man. Madge, it is driving you crazy. I spent
5: like 30 minutes looking it up, and I couldn't find it.
1: (laughs) we are like listening to the song right now. (laughs) This
5: one? No, it was the one before, right before the fight. That one.
1: The boop, boop, boop.
5: Yeah. I fucking put
1: this hook in the fucking YouTube episode. God damn it.
2: Uh, anything else uh,
1: with Mia?
2: I don't like the Power Rangers. I don't like any of the Power Rangers, basically
4: oh the Power Rangers okay. like, like, yeah. Because, yeah, sorry I was thinking who, of the fucking other like, show
2: like all all the Power Rangers dude like if you look at the my anime list anybody who has colored hair that's not like white black or a dark brown I don't like them
1: that's yep. a lot of characters yep <laughs> there's a lot of characters in the show I think that's a funny thing with with Horimiya that like really threw everyone off when they finally had their first uh, like full color art uh cover was the fact that like miyamura and hori were like the normal hair colored ones mm-hmm. and then the main characters and all their supporting characters <laughs> all have oh yeah random toro's, color hair, hairs.
0: toro's fucking purple hair like that's, weeds out my eyes every time i see it yeah that's <laughs> yeah. the one that
1: that's the, the one that threw so off the most like yeah in i in was like face. oh but yeah, like everyone had like different color hair, except for Yuki. She's blonde, but I mean that's you know that's still different than the the base like brunette and black that uh that Jori and Miyamura has. So, uh, yeah, that that was a jarring thing. But I don't know. You you'll see it. I don't, I don't want to say you'll come to like them, but I think you're gonna come to understand them even more as the the season progresses. Because as much as it is. Hori Mia, it is just like their names on the title uh these other characters get explored uh, quite a bit uh throughout throughout the the story so okay anything else uh not just Hori Mia, but anything else on the board that uh i skipped over yeah everyone check your notes check your notes
2: one more thing i guess like god of high school was so terrible
0: <laughs> right what the fuck yeah we actually forgot god of high school was on our uh Look, we god of high school was so it was just on a media around right like, keep the was, vibe going
2: it was so dog shit i was like hearing oh jujutsu kaisen is also from the same studio that made like god of high school i'm like oh man it's gonna be fucking terrible shit show and that's why i had this like fifth place mentality but like jujutsu kaisen pretty good like, it was very, like, oh, wow. Like, MAPPA is actually pretty good. Like, especially coming from, like, God of High School for me. Mm. But then, I watching, like, Attack on Titan, like, the first couple episodes, honestly, were, like, terribly animated, in my opinion. Like, mouth isn't moving. Like, jaws aren't moving. Like, it's just still shots And I'm like, man, like, what happened? Like, no no one's moving. And I'm just glad to see that, like, that budget went somewhere like seeing this week's episode where you know things are like actually moving and things are actually kind of pretty but i don't know i'm surprised like i don't know it's like mappa doing good work i guess
1: yeah you don't watch enough mappa animes dude yeah probably for you for you to have that uh conception on on that studio because they've done they they have done some work like yeah god of high school that kind of fucked up but that director was like i think that was his first time directing an anime series and yeah i think he's also directing a new one that just happened not too long ago now i'm actually gonna take the time to look at this i remember seeing his name because he's he's also korean uh but he's worked on all this stuff but there was one yeah, he's also the director for Jujutsu Kaisen. J-J-J- same director for Jujutsu Kaisen is the same director hmm. for God of High School. So, uh I mean, maybe maybe he just had two, you know, because both of them uh came out like back to back. and He's like, yeah. well, maybe I would just fuck up this one. I don't fuck up the shonen one. I just fuck up the webtoons <laughs> one, and we'll
0: be all okay. So, uh, uh, man, yeah, just a source material on top of that. <laughs> like God of High probably. School, probably
1: yeah i don't know the way people talk about High school like they they are upset with how it all came out so i don't think the source material is what to blame for i think it's just how many episodes just lack it again of 12. Wow. that's probably um, part of it too I'd yeah say. i think it's just the lack of it uh yeah just how short it was because people were like yeah this is so rushed The uh, people who read the the monwa was like there's so much they skipped out on and i mean honestly they had a tournament arc and you can't really fuck up a tournament arc but they somehow fucked up that tournament arc and just like
4: i'm like, not gonna that. read it either yeah so all
1: right well uh that is all the time that we have for this week's episode uh, thank you very much for watching slash listening. Uh, please, in the comments below, in the podcasting apps, even in our DMs or even comments uh, on our tweets or stories or anything like that on social media, uh, please let us know if there's anything you guys want us to watch or read. Uh, we will try to fit into our schedules. Uh, make sure you send us a Q&A uh, to, to Lance so he can uh, use it for his We Power Minute segment. Um, and... If you want to check out more Avery, uh, he uh, is actually going to join us on the Weeb After Hour uh, fairly soon. Uh, he will be part of the Dog and Ropa 2 uh, playthrough. Uh, and that's about it. Uh, anything you guys want to say before we uh, check out for tonight?
0: Thanks Aww. for having me.
1: Aww. You're very welcome to come back.
0: I just I want to add real quick for... um. <laughs> Uh, priority egg uh wondering priority Uh my fucking head hurts so bad (laughs) I've only watched the first episode yet I think Uh, you should watch the second one dude I only only watched the first episode my head hurts so fucking bad man (laughs) like you have to have fucking striations in your brain to understand what the hell like all the symbolism is in this show it's it hurts I love it
4: it's probably like pop culture references too, I bet. Maybe. On top of it.
1: Make sure you watch uh, Skate Infinity, everyone. That's a really good anime. Totally the under the radar. Was... Super good.
2: I get what you mean by these people are wild. Yeah, and it's, and very it's good. interesting.
0: Yeah, and the animation is godly. I gotta say, it's a super... Probably... Under the radar anime. The, the prettiest anime from this season. I think it's What? Mushoku Tensei? I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, i don't make yeah, it. it yeah, Mushoku Tensei it. is great and all, but man, Skate is like.
4: Like, the it's kind of. opening on the intro, too.
0: It kind of moves me away. <laughs>
1: It's so good I oh, all right. completely agree Alright, alright, alright we gotta, we gotta go The dog the dog just broke out of his leash He's about to go wild on us
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Alright guys Same week time, same week place <laughs> bye. Oh,
3: oh, oh, bye 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 <laughs> <laughs> hey.